This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, July 22nd. Kathy is out. I'll be handling the news duties. We are going to start with the weather forecast. This nice weather, as I said that we have, is because a line of severe thunderstorms came through yesterday, uprooted trees, <laughs> dropped large hail, and left thousands of Delaware Valley residents in the dark. Some of the worst damage was found in East Norton, Montgomery County, in the parking lot of a Wise grocery store. Construction material from that building uh, was going up next to the grocery store located on West Germantown Pike and was scattered everywhere. Uprooted trees were reported to have fallen on cars, damaged property. Uh, there are people posting photos of large hailstones that have fallen in areas. So how did your area get hit? I was on the road when this came through. I was driving up from Delaware County right. and then headed up. And, and right as I was getting to about the Schuylkill Expressway, uh, it started getting bad. And it started... Uh, I started seeing the the leaves on the trees started turning over. Yeah, and yeah. When you start to see that, you know, okay, it's getting it's getting pretty hairy. It was really dark. I could feel something big coming. A little bit of rain. I get a little bit of rain. So wherever I came through, just got the tiniest little taste of it. Uh, but elsewhere, I could see because I was out on the highway and I, yeah. I had a, a large vantage point that there was some severe weather going on. So I personally didn't experience any of the heavy stuff, but I, I saw it from afar. It came tearing in so quickly where I was that it looked like, you know, in Ghostbusters when the clouds start forming mm-hmm. and go over the building. That's what it looked like. It ripped through the area. But all the usual culprits in my yard that usually go flying all over the place for some reason stayed in place. But it, it just came ripping through a little bit of rain. And I thought for sure we are going to get hail, but uh, be- be- before I knew it, it was out. Now, my wife was in uh, at our shore house, uh, and they, we got nailed there. Really? Big time, yes. Uh, stuff, uh, there was all kinds of uh, patio furniture blown all over the place. <laughs> there was flooding, and uh, so uh, Cape May County got hit with a pretty nasty cell as well. Uh, but around here, yeah, more than 60,000 residents were Jeez. without power during the height of the storm. No injuries have been reported due to the severe weather, and thankfully that is over now. Authorities say uh, at least six people were injured, including multiple children, following a reported explosion and fire at a house in Chester County Wednesday afternoon. Chester County emergency officials said crews were called to a home at Hibernia Road in West Brandywine Township home at to a West Brandywine Township home uh, shortly before noon Wednesday. Officials said an explosion shook the building next to the home before the flames broke out. And first responders were on the scene within a minute. Fire, a, a huge house. Yeah, fire crews arrived to find flames coming out of the second floor of the home. Uh, footage showed heavy smoke coming from the large home as fire crews sprayed water from several directions onto the building and neighboring buildings. Authorities say six people, including four children and two adults, suffered injuries. Three people, including two of them, of the children were transported by helicopter to area hospitals. Two other victims were taken to the hospital in ambulances and one refused treatment. Uh, the Wagontown Fire Company says that they secured a buried propane tank on the property mm. uh, with no hydrants or public water. They had to call in 18 tankers and pull water out of the pool and pond wow. on the property. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so they they, had, they have to get it where they can. As I said before, it's a huge property. Uh, the family suffered burns but are expected to be okay. All right. Three days and three strange stories from the Jersey Shore. All right, so we had the plane landing in Ocean City on the causeway. Yes. 
Uh, then we had the boat running up onto the shore on right. in North Wildwood. Bathers leaping to get out of the way. Now you have a group of uh, friends that were celebrating a birthday at the shore, and they have a bit of a story. Georgia, who is 14, and Kylie, who is 13, they live near Weatherly, Pennsylvania. They got a surprise visitor while on a ride at Maury's Piers in Wildwood, New Jersey. <laughs> Georgia was celebrating her 14th birthday while on vacation and decided to go on the Springshot ride at the amusement park. That's the one where they launch you straight up in the air in this ball. Right. Yep. And according to Maury's website, the ride shoots you into the air at speeds of over 75 miles per hour. But the website doesn't say you'll be meeting a flying seagull out of nowhere. <laughs> Video shows Georgia and Kylie... Get fired into the air, and shockingly, Kylie comes face to face with a seagull. Oh my like, god! It, it lands <laughs> no! yeah. in the restraints and like stays on her like, chest. Like it's hugging her neck. Yeah. Uh, video shows Georgia and Kylie get fired into the air, and that happens. Uh, her mother—it's hilarious. We're watching the video right now. Oh my god! Her mother said, "We didn't know what happened until they got off. We did oh see feathers god. falling from the ride, but at first, I just assumed they were tickets." Ah! Uh, Reed says the girls couldn't stop laughing after the ride, and the seagull seemingly flew away uninjured. But it's amazing, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it it's, didn't get her in the face either, no. you know, which is super lucky because it was only inches away. Well, you always yeah. think Fabio when that happened. Yeah. But he got slapped in the face with a goose I think on a was. roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, I could, what is she even thinking? Like, oh my god, what is that? Imagine yeah. what, the, what, what the what the seagull's thinking, yeah. like just flying along the and just hell? happens to cross <laughs> paths yeah. with this girl. Yep, exactly. So it oh was uh, the timing was perfect for that. Hey, and one last thing: Time Magazine is out with its annual list of world's 100 greatest places list, and Philadelphia was selected wow. for its artistic growth, including the recently transformed and expanded Museum of Art. Uh, Time also mentioned the city's increasingly vibrant culinary scene. Oh, there we go. Do, do we yeah. have an actual number, or are we just in the morass of I, I, other places? I only saw an, an excerpt from right. the magazine, and I don't know if they actually ranked them or not, or if they just put in 100. Uh, the list also highlights travel destinations around the world, like the town of Aroca in Portugal, home to the world's longest pedestrian suspension bridge. Antarctica, which is expected to experience a rare total solar eclipse in December, is also on the list. Other U.S. cities include Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, New Orleans, uh, New York City, and Orlando. They don't appear to be numbered. We're looking at, I guess, uh, the list here, Preston, and it's just for... Like for Philadelphia, as you noted, artistic growth is what put us in the 100. Well, there you go. Because, you know, somebody from, like, some sports writer was ranking the 32 best, uh, well, not not the best, but the, the all the sports cities right. in order. And we were, like, down at the bottom. And, and that some of these, seem he, fair. He, well, what doesn't seem fair, Steve, is he was like, well, I, it was, I've never been to this one. Well, you know, I'm like, yeah, can you even put them right. out? Yeah, exactly. Well, this is Time Magazine, not some sports writer. Exactly. According to Time, the world's greatest places list is a tribute to the people and businesses at the forefront of those industries who, amid extraordinary circumstances, found ways to adapt, build, and innovate. It shines a light on ingenuity, creativity, revitalization, and reopenings in destinations across the world. Time had solicited nominations of places from its international network of correspondents and contributors to compile the list. And the list will be published in the new double issue of Time, which is set to go on sale this Friday, nice. by the way. All right, hold on. What? Wait. I lost sports. Oh. Uh, you want I, I should reprint it? I had it. No, I mean, I can pull it up on my laptop here, but I, I don't know. plenty of time. Just hit the button. Uh, did you check the garbage can? Uh, no, but let's do this in case you don't hear it.
Well, the Phils lost to the Yankees last night in the Bronx, falling 6-5 to five in 10 innings. Pinch hitter Ryan LaMare singled home uh, the winning run in the 10th inning. The Yankees recovered to beat the Phils after blowing a late three-run lead. The Phils are back home tonight as they open up a four-game series against the Atlanta Braves. Matt Moore is going to get the start, and the first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. American Beach volleyball player Taylor Crabb is out of the Olympics after four positive COVID-19 tests. And Trey Bourne will take his place as the partner of four-time Olympian Jake Gibb uh, with the competition beginning this weekend. Uh, Crabb uh, confirmed uh, his withdrawal yesterday, noting that he tested negative before he left the U.S., but tested positive when he arrived in Japan. In Tokyo, Japanese organizers ordered 160,000 condoms to be handed out to the athletes Woo-hoo! in the Olympic Village. Yep. Uh, but because of the pandemic, those in charge also want participants to refrain from any kind of intimate physical activity outside oh, their sport. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Organizers say athletes <laughs> should take the condoms home <laughs> as souvenirs and use them to raise awareness yeah. about HIV yeah. AIDS. Uh, but it was made clear that athletes are not allowed to use them or engage in any one-on-one philandering while they are in Japan for the Games. The opening ceremonies for the Olympics are scheduled to begin tomorrow, by the way. And that is what I have in sports this morning. So those condoms are just mementos, huh? Yeah. That's what they are. Interesting. They, they they hand those out every year, right? I mean, that's, uh, that's a, a big thing, sex in the uh, the Olympic Village. You saw the beds, right? The cardboard beds? Yeah, the, the no-sex beds or whatever they are. But, the, the, or not. but there was an athlete who just proved that. He was jumping yeah. up and down on it. It was no problem. I think it's more because they want to, after the Olympics, dispose of the beds. They made a cardboard. So. Right. But imagine that. All these... Insanely fit, athletic people. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, when we get together every morning, right? Isn't it though? I just want to bang you guys. You know, I can't help it. Right? We're all so fit and good looking. Look at us, so all horny. Yeah. So just makes you so trust. And you, as the listener, probably doesn't realize how horny we are. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of the, a lot of the comedy comes from yeah. the pent up sexual, sexual tension yeah. that's within this room right now. So, listen, we have a lot going on today. We have a big program. We will have, and I love all these names. I'm going to mention. Tim Robbins, yes, Oscar winner on the show today. We have Eli Roth yes. on, great uh, director and He's actor, great. and uh, uh, we've had him on before. He's fantastic, and the wonderful William Shatner will be on the show too. So, and all the projects that they're promoting are really good, yeah. really cool. So we'll uh, we'll dive into all of that. They're, they're not until the latter portion of the show, yeah. around ten o'clock, we start talking to uh, each one of them. Uh, but that's going to be a good portion of the program. And also, we have our friends from uh, Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue. Nice. This morning, bringing some goodies. And with them, a lot of stuff to give away. We will have $25 gift cards to uh, spread out through the morning. Um, and we, you know, we're, I think we're going to have to do a contest because Casey showed me. We just have a stack of things to give really? away. Really? Yeah. Yes, I like that. So we had better we had better take care of that toot sweet at yeah. some point. Antonio Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> it's Eli Roth if you didn't there know. There we that. go. Um so you know what? Let me give a <laughs> let me give away a twenty five dollar gift card right now for Wilson Secret Sauce. Uh, we'll take uh, call number 10 at 215-263-WMMR, and you can pick up the new gear shifter sandwich pulled pork, which uh, is rubbed with a secret blend. Of seasoning topped with creme fraiche oh. and created by our own Marcus here. Uh, Marcus in the Darkest, Team WMMR captain for the ACS Bikeathon, and all proceeds from that sandwich 
through the end of July benefit the American Cancer Society. That's great. I got to try that. R- pulled pork rubbed with a secret blend of seasoning and topped with creme fraiche. I like creme. Yeah, you're too. a big fan of creme. Yeah. You creme brem. <laughs> you're a creme brem. Take this yeah. out back and rub you with creme sauce. Yeah. Yeah. You're a creme, 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 creme sandwich for Marcus. <laughs> All right, so we'll get that underway a little bit later on in, in one, two, three. Okay. One, two, three. Thank you. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. I've got some entertainment stories that I need to share with you, and we'll give some stuff away with a stupid question, so stay right where you are. We'll be right back. Get away from me. <laughs> Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to do a stupid question, and we are going to give away a Blu-ray combo pack of The Walking Dead Season 10. And the question I have for you has to do with John Malkovich, the actor. Yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll do a question about a lesser-known role. In 2010, what movie did he portray a horse trainer in? Huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the answer to that. In 2010, what movie did he portray a horse trainer in? John Malkovich. Call now. There are a lot lot of notable birthdays today. All right. And some big ones at that. So today is Thursday, July 22nd. Uh, we'll start with the guy who's been in the studio. We love him, John Leguizamo. He's great. Yeah. Uh, turns 57 years old today. I love One of my favorite things is, is to hear John Leguizamo talk about Steven Seagal uh-huh. because he does not hold back and he hated working with him. Oh, really? On that movie with Kurt Russell where they were, you know, they're gaining access to the plane and all that stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah, just great stories. And he's a super talent, man. He's his one man shows. He he is just he's got it all, man. He's uh, fifty seven today. John Leguizamo, uh, David Spade also turning fifty seven years old. He's great too. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Boy, a daily quote, I think, oh, constantly. Uh, happens. Uh, and Black, you, Black Sheep is fun. I, I never saw it. it no? No. It's a, it's, it's, Preston, it's a remake of Tommy Boy. Right. It's virtually exactly what it is with less laugh moments per screen minute. But uh, it's not bad. As I was backing into my parking spot this morning, I was thinking of the scene in Black Sheep where the nitrous explodes in the, uh, in the back of the car and they get high and they get pulled over into the side of the road. <laughs> But instead of pulling over to the shoulder, they just pulled over to the middle median of the road. Uh, I, but for some reason, that scene came into my mind as yeah. I was pulling into my spot this morning. Uh, David is 57. I had yesterday had a David Spade moment. I, I don't know what we we're talking about, but the uh, phrase from uh, uh, from the Coneheads came in, super guy. Super guy. In my <laughs> head. I don't know why, but it did. The ultimate suck up. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Great. Uh, turns a year older today as Both. well. <laughs> What did, what I just oh I just saw it was a series press that you should check into it's a YouTube uh, series on uh, GQ they have their own channel yeah. and they had Willem Dafoe go through his iconic roles oh, cool. and dissect 
And, man, I, I would love to get him in the studio because he's a really good interviewer. Yeah. When I hear the name Willem Dafoe, I hear Willem Dafoe. Who, what is that? Bob Why? Marley. Bob Marley, Bob, okay. the comedian. Bob Marley, yeah. exactly. comedian. Okay. Will, no, it was his dad. Yeah. He was on the set of a movie with him, and he walks <laughs> up and he goes, William Dafoe. His name is Willem. It's not uh-huh, William. Yeah, he goes, right. William Dafoe, how are you doing? Uh, so he turns uh, 66 today. Uh, the great Albert Brooks. Oh. I was just watching him yesterday. For some reason, uh, the movie This Is 40 is kind of making the rounds on some of the cable channels. And he plays their kind of needy dad. He's in great. That. Yep. And they all worship him. Lost in America is one of the funniest movies ever made. Uh, he turns 74 today. Uh, it's Danny Glover's birthday today. Uh, birthday. That is correct. Too old for this crap. That is right. Lethal Weapon movies. You just got decaffeinated. Hmm. I, I think uh, one one of his best roles, uh, the color purple. Well, he is just a, a horrible oof. human, but he's great in that. I mean, I mean, he's a horrible human as a character. No, yeah, correct. Character. Yeah, correct. Uh, but he's just he's phenomenal in that. That movie. and Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is an awesome movie, mm-hmm. and he's a, an incredibly likable character. Yes. What a range on that, Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. So on HBO Max, Lethal Weapon is available, but it's listed as a comedy. Uh, do you agree with that uh, or not? No, I no. think it is. Yeah. It is a. It has moments of humor. <laughs> yeah, it's a buddy. It's a cop buddy movie, and that's right. yes, that's yeah. what it is. What I never realized is that his wife and Danny Glover's wife in that movie is Darlene Love. Yes, that's right. We found that. I, I remember. Yeah, you yeah, think they would the mention that in the movie? By the yeah. way, my wife is. Being played by Darlene Love. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool? You know what I find good? I, I love the way he, uh, in Lethal Weapon, the way he answers his phone. He just goes, Murtaugh. Yeah. <laughs> he just picks up the phone and just says that, Murtaugh. You should do that. Well, I, love I what should. He said. Yeah. 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 And he Murtaugh. just say, Murtaugh. Yes, yeah. is my husband pressed in there? <laughs> no, Mur- it's me. Murtaugh. There's a part where he's trying to remember the name of the boat. He's like, Alba Varden. Alba- I think of that every Alba- single time. Alba Varden. Yeah. Alba yeah. And Alba he's just like, Brooks. <laughs> he's just saying it out loud. Yeah. He's repeating it over and Was over. Was that again. in the second one? The second one. Is okay. it second okay. one? Yeah. Okay. yeah, but I think of that every time I ride my bike over the this bridge into Cape May because there's all these boats there. <laughs> oh, the and Danny just, Glover Bridge. Yeah, well, I, uh, but I always think Alba Look at the boats. Alba Alba Varden. Uh, so he is 75 years old today. Uh, actor Terrence Stamp oh, he's played great. General Zod in Superman 2. Uh, and he's he was in Wall Street. Zod. And, and uh, he's in Star Wars. He's in The Phantom Menace? Yeah, yes. He's the original Chancellor before Palpatine takes over. Okay. Uh, he's 83 years old today. Uh, another great uh, actor, uh, Louise Fletcher. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Have you watched uh, any of that series? I didn't watch Ratched, no. Yeah. Did you check it out? Uh, I I liked Clank a little bit more okay. in that series. It was Ratched and Clank. Uh, no, but- no. But what a what a uh, what an iconic role, man! Yeah, she was, uh, and uh, she won an Oscar. Yes, uh, was did, nominated. I think. Uh, she, yes. no, I, I don't know. She won or nominated? She won. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she's eighty-seven today. Uh, it Bob Dole is oh. ninety-eight years ah. old today. Wow. Man, he keeps on chugging along. God bless. Yeah, the World War II hero, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. paralysis because of that. Yeah, yeah. Re- Republican presidential candidate, but ninety-eight years old. He looked ninety-eight ten years it, ago. Uh, Remember, years ago they had that sort of. Britney Spears has been in the news lately. They had that sort of creepy. I thought that was a hilarious commercial. It was funny and Down creepy. Down boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, the great Don Henley. Yay! Uh, turned seventy-four years old today. I'm sure uh, Pierre's going to uh, do a nod to that in a workforce block or uh, a special playing of some music today. But uh, Don Henley, uh, guy's great singer, great songrider. A, <clears throat> this oh, is this. one of the perfect songs. 
Lyrically, musically, it's just amazing. Yeah, he uh, he has a way with words. Yes, uh, when he when he puts pen to paper, and obviously his vocals are just. I mean, the, just, what a stunning voice on him, man! I'm going to watch that Eagles documentary. <laughs> it's excellent. <laughs> and a drummer too. I love it. Uh, Don Henley, 74 years old today. Uh, George Clinton, uh, the Godfather of P Funk, the leader of Parliament Funkadelic. Will funk you very much. And a very big birthday for him today. He is 80 years old today. Love this song, man. He's great. So an 80th for George Clinton. And some of the coolest hair you've ever seen, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Okay, actor Reese Ifans. Uh, You probably, you you know him, but the name might escape you. So in Notting Hill, he played Spike, the roommate. Oh. In The Replacements, he played the place kicker. (laughs) Uh, In Little Nicky, Steve, he's one of (laughs) Nicky's brothers. Right, right, yeah. Uh, And Nick, what else were you pointing out about him? Well, he's Zeno Lovegood in uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and then he's in the next... um, Game of Thrones series, the uh, prequel or whatever it is, the earlier books. And Can you pull up what yeah. the name of his character will be? I want to see. I, I assume he's going to be uh, in the Targaryen. He family. really is a, an incredible actor, though. He, he can do comedy, he can do drama, and he's the bad guy in the Spider-Man movie, the, hey. the Amazing Spider-Man, but it's called House of the Dragon, right. and he plays Otto Hightower, which oh, I, I think don't is know a, who that is. I think he's a tall, black uh, police officer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah a, that's he's, how good of an actor he is. He's the bad guy in Little Nicky, too. But even in... Oh, yeah, he's so, his brother. Right, yeah. yeah. So Spider-Man, he's not a terrible bad guy. He's like, kind of like Doc Ock, right? Like, yes. He's a bad guy. Sympathetic bad guy. But he, right. But he doesn't want to be a bad he's guy. He's trying to find a, a, a cure for something that affected his daughter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he's 54 today. Uh, Selena Gomez. Oh, my God. I forgot about this song. Wizards of Waverly Place, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Hannah Montana. I do goat yoga to this person. <laughs> okay. Uh, Selena Gomez is 29 today. And then the last birthday, turning eight years old, Prince George of Kansas. Ah. Son of William and Kate. Happy birthday! The Prince George was to be king in 1,500 years. He's third in line, right? Uh, Charles, William, and then this kid. I guess that's the well, case. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, they just found out that uh, the queen is immortal. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's got to be some bad news. All right, so uh, happy birthday to everyone. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. In 2010, it was uh, John Melkovich. He played a horse trainer in what film? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to, uh, let's go to Kenny, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Kenny, how you doing? All right. You forgot two birthdays. Okay. Um, it's my mom's birthday and also <laughs> happy birthday, Ann Gorski. Oh, oh no, no, don't no. start can't doing half birthdays. There are two Ann Gorski birthdays, yeah, yeah. and we're not going to add a third, okay? Oh, man. Right, Kenny, your mom will do what was, what was the movie where he played a, a horse trainer? Was it uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, An oh, Underdog Story? No, I'm sorry. That's, uh, oh, that's a great that's effort, but it. thank you, Kenny. We appreciate it. An Underdog Story. Let's go, to, let's go to Jim next. Hey, Jim. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. All right, Jim, what's the name of the movie, please? I believe it was Secretariat. You're correct. <laughs> Secretariat. Hang on a second, Jim. Get your information. We're going to give you a Blu-ray combo pack of The Walking Dead, Season 10. Six bonus episodes, including 
The backstory here's Negan, and this season brings the group close to war with the Whispers and their brutal leader, Alpha. You can own it now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD from Lionsgate. Sea Biscuit is the superior film. I think but, so. But Secretariat is a really good movie. It is too. a good movie. Really good movie. All right, so we'll begin with Harvey Weinstein. He pleaded not guilty to sexual assault in an L.A. County courtroom yesterday. According to TMZ, the producer arrived in a wheelchair to enter his plea to the 11 charges that have been brought against him by five different women who will remain in custody and authorities while in L.A. and authorities uh, 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 are pending the case, or so, while the case is pending. So now he's in a wheelchair? Yes. Oh, he really wants to milk that sympathy. On Tuesday, he was extradited for, uh, to L.A. from New York where he's already serving time for sexual assault. Hayden Panettiere was spotted hanging out with her ex, Brian Hickerson, following his recent release from jail. Oh. The former couple was spotted at a restaurant in West Hollywood on Saturday. Uh, Hickerson tells E, Hayden and I are not back together, but are working on a friendship. Friends. He said, uh, we have a long history together, and the first step in my recovery as an abuser oh. is making amends. That's right. He was accused of um, being violent towards her, right? Not yeah. Accused, but, um... Indict, uh, not, uh, I mean, he went to jail, did you? Yeah, 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 so that's exactly what Hayden has been gracious enough to allow me to do, he hmm. says. Oh, wow. boy. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, uh, that's, that's a, a tall order. That is. Yeah. yeah. Um, this could either be the right thing and maybe ha- send him down the proper path, or this could be the, the absolute wrong thing to do. I don't know. Uh, it's her choice. was sentenced 45 days in county jail following his arrest for domestic violence and assault against the formal former Nashville actress. Megan Fox says she quit drinking after getting belligerent at a 2000 at the 2009 Golden Globes. Uh in a video for Who What Where, she recalled downing champagne while sitting with Blake Lively and the Jonas Brothers at the event. Uh the actress said I went through multiple glasses of that before adding that she no longer drinks. Uh she said I was belligerent and I said a bunch of crap I shouldn't have said on the red carpet after that. I think that I got in a lot of trouble for whatever I said on the red carpet at that event. I don't remember why, but I know that I did. You can look that up. And according to E, Fox had told Juliana Rancic on the red carpet, uh, quote, I'm pretty sure that I'm a doppelganger for Alan Alda before calling herself a transphobic slur. Uh, she also said that her then-fiancé, Brian Austin Green, didn't want to be her date because, quote, he's a man, he has an ego. Mm. Uh, that couple, of course, separated in 2019 before filing divorce in November 2020. But she doesn't drink anymore, and that was the reason she decided uh, to hang it up. Yeah, I don't remember that uh, no, being a big either. thing in the tabloid. So, mm. But obviously she felt she'd gone over the line. Yeah. Robin Williams' son wished his dad a happy 70th birthday on Instagram Wednesday, July 21st. Zach Williams wrote in a caption, Dad, on what would be your 70th birthday, I would want you to know that your incredible spirit lives within us. Uh, The 38-year-old discussed his father's death in more detail on an episode of the Genius Life podcast released the same day. And according to People, he told the outlet that his father not only struggled with focus and other neurological symptoms... Uh, but that his medications were really hard on the mind and body. After Robin's suicide, Zach said that he was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder oh, man. and turned to alcohol to cope. <clears throat> so eventually it was it was Louis Body um, dementia, dementia, dementia yeah. that he had, correct? Yes. Uh, however, he has gone through a 12-step program for addiction recovery and is now working as a mental health advocate. Robin had committed suicide in 2014, two years after being misdiagnosed 
with Parkinson's disease, and then it was discovered during his autopsy that he was suffering from Lewy body dementia. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I don't know if that so misdiagnosis, if, if it would have turned out differently had they properly diagnosed him and gotten the uh, the the no accurate medication yeah, and yeah. everything. I, we'll I don't know, know, but it's still just terrible to think about that. That guy, yes. you know, that wonderfully entertaining man, was, uh, went through yeah. all that and had to... Um, Go out that way. Yeah. 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 So, um, all right. So, his son's name is Zach. Daughter's name is Zelda. Does he have any other kids? Like, did he go with? The There's total... Pong and Tetris. Well, I wasn't sure if there was a Z theme going on there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know the uh, how many kids he had. On uh, the latest episode of his Armchair Expert podcast, Dax Shepard announced that he's on a quest to get swole. Okay. He told uh, guest Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis uh, that he has gained 24 pounds over the past year. And it's pretty funny how he puts this. He said it uh, led uh, Kutcher to joke that uh, he looks like He-Man. And Shepard said, in quarantine, I said to my wife, I've been waiting for 10 years for Marvel to call <laughs> so that I have an excuse to get huge, and they're not going to call. <laughs> he said, that ship has sailed. I'm 46. They're not going to call, so I just have to do it for my own amusement. So- yeah, he looks good. He's always been in pretty solid he's shape. He's a big dude. He's always been in good shape. Yeah, but, you're exactly right. But now he's trying to really take it to another level. So, uh, yeah. I there was, a, And I've mentioned this many times. There was, there was a time where I just did not like him. Uh, but, oh, likewise. But have since really come around. He seems like, um, especially since he kind of got his act together. And he admits that. Yeah. He admits he was a very unlikable guy prior yeah. to a number of changes in his life. Mm-hmm. And, I like uh, people that... Listen, you know, Own we it. all go through things. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so people are wondering if Anna Ferris has tied the knot with a fiancé, uh, Michael Barrett. So what's the story, Mr. Entertainment Man? Radar reports that Barrett was spotted wearing a band on his ring finger while Ooh. the two were on a date in Santa Monica on Tuesday evening. Uh, they met back in 2017 while working on the comedy Overboard together and have reportedly been engaged for a long time. But they're wondering, since he is wearing a wedding band uh, that maybe they tied the knot. So that version of Overboard sucked. No confirmation. Nah, I didn't. I, I didn't like the. I didn't like the reversal. No. Um. You know because it works. It works so well with the. Uh, well, Goldie Hawn was fantastic. The rich that. socialite. The rich, yeah. 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 And the regular blue collar guy, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, Prince George, as I mentioned earlier, turns eight today. Uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton released a photo of the birthday boy yesterday on their official Instagram account. We're going to the Great Fox Lounge. And the, <laughs> the image shows the young prince sitting on top of a Land Rover Defender, a car that was uh, closely associated with the late Prince Philip. Uh, so they've just uh, posted a nice photo. He's a cute kid. Yeah. I wonder how. I wonder how, you know... What's your shot at being anywhere near normal growing up in that atmosphere? Is? Mm, zero. Yeah, remote yeah. to none. Zero. Yeah, it's got to be tough, man. But I think I think the parents are, especially Kate Middleton, seems to really kind of keep things checked. When I say it's got to be tough, I don't mean it's got to be a tough life. I yeah, mean it's, it's got to be, be tough to be normal. <laughs> this is interior caveat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what you meant. It's got to be tough with yeah. all that environmental stuff coming your way. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, so this is uh, this was a tough upbringing, and I had no idea of this story, but Mena Suvari, the actress, yes, uh, her forthcoming memoir will detail the American beauty star's struggles with drug abuse and sexual assault. I didn't know that. Yeah, according to an excerpt from The Great Peace, a memoir shared ex- exclusively with People Magazine, uh, she said between the ages of 12 and 20, uh, she was the victim of repeated sexual abuse. 
Uh, she says she was raped by her older brother's friend Ugh. just before her 13th birthday and then preyed upon by a Hollywood manager seeking a sexual relationship two oh, years boy. later. Yeah. Uh, she told the outlet, I turned to any form of self-medicating I could find just to get by. So that's all that there is on that particular story. I don't know if she goes into more detail into it or not in the book. You got to read this Ronan Farrow book and, and or, or watch, as I said yesterday, the HBO series. There's so much stuff that goes on. You know, the, the casting couch is in full force. Even the even the now after all this Harvey Weinstein stuff, there's all this sort of stuff that goes on in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I'm, I can see women you, like her being preyed upon. I don't think it'll ever completely be eradicated, yeah. but you hope that they can at least shrink it as much as possible, you that'd know. That be that'd be the desired goal, I agree. Yeah, yeah. there's always going to be some, you know, jerk off who's Absolutely. doing that, but yeah. Uh well, this is a nice story. Saturday Night Live creator Lorne Michaels is among the five honorees who received the 44th Kennedy Center Honors oh. for their lifetime artistic achievements. Yeah. It's quite an honor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Lauren Michaels, Joni Mitchell, Justino Diaz, uh, Bette Midler, and Barry Gordy were also celebrated. At Those are all good selections. I don't know Justino Diaz. Could you look up who that is, Nick, if you don't mind? I think he invented the mustache. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I own one. <laughs> Uh, he seems like I would put him in the opera realm. Or he's an opera, yeah, very good. There we go. Puerto Rican op- uh, operatic bass baritone. Okay. And invented the mustache. Which one did he do first? He did the Fu Manchu, oddly enough. Okay. Uh, uh, which is a bizarre one. Uh, but uh, you know what? I I have, um, like, I, I've, I've gone up and down on Joni Mitchell. I've always recognized her, her place in musical history. And now I'm on an upswing. I've been... yeah. Really getting into that time where she was really at the height of her craft. Yeah. And she was amazing. What what a talent. Yeah. I mean, I may not dig all of the songs, right? But, but my respect for her and her musician, her, her musical abilities. Yeah. Right. Her, she's she's uh, in that jazz level. I agree. You know? Yes, yeah. exactly. Because she, she had an album out, I think it was called Mingus. It was about, you know, because she was influenced by Charles Mingus. Okay. Mm. All right, so give me three of her most popular songs that I can... Help me, I think I'm falling in love again. When I get that crazy What's this one? Yeah, it's Help Me. It's Help Me. There you go, yeah. Help me, I think I'm falling in love again. Yeah, got a great sound. When I get that crazy feeling, I know I'm in trouble. She also did Big Yellow Taxi. Okay. Hey, Paradise, put, put up, up a, a pocket. Uh, okay. Ooh, la, 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 la. And she wrote the Woodstock. She wrote Woodstock, yeah. And CSN made a hit out of it. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. Okay. I like so there that. you go. There's three songs for you. Uh, the ceremony will air December 5th on CBS, by the way. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. The famous blue and white checkered gingham dress from the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Was recently found in a trash bag what? at the University at uh, the uh, Catholic University of America. The original one, the, the original. original one worn by Judy oh Garland in yep. Washington, in Catholic University in Washington D.C. It just says Catholic University of America. So yeah, yeah maybe so. Wow. And Judy Garland's rotting corpse was in it. No, no way. yeah, no. According to the student newspaper, the dress was gifted to the university's founder, Father Gilbert V. Hartke. In the 1970s, by a friend of Judy Garland's, Mercedes McCambride. So, Mercedes McCambridge, uh, Preston, was did the voice of the demon in in The Exorcist. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and she's in a number of other movies like Giant with James Dean. She's a, a character actress. So uh, Matt Ripa, the current operations director <laughs> of the school's drama department, was cleaning out his office in June and found an old trash bag with a shoebox inside. And according to the school's website, the dress was inside the shoebox. Uh, curators from the Smithsonian National Museum say the dress has several characteristics that lead them to believe that it may be authentic. And they're good at, obviously, finding out if something has uh, authenticity to it. Wow. So look at how cherished the red shoes have been throughout cinematic history. Yeah. This is the dress that she wore in that movie as well, and it looks to be in pretty phenomenal shape. That's just as iconic as yes. those shoes, man. That's I mean, cool. you know that look. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Leslie Grace is the new bad girl. Sources tell Deadline that the In the Heights actress nailed her audition for it. the it. upcoming movie from the Warner Brothers and DC films. Sweetie, you nailed your audition. Uh, bad Girl will be one of the first major DC productions to debut exclusively on HBO Max. I hope they do a good job. I don't know much about her. But that she's, girl? She's abs- no, no, this oh. girl, uh, uh, Leslie Gray. She's gorgeous, as you can imagine. We're looking at uh, pictures of her right now. Hmm. Uh, how about this? Uh, Michaela Cole is now part of the MCU. The I May Destroy You creator and star has joined the cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Nice. Sources tell Variety that Cole has joined the production in Atlanta, although Marvel Studios and director Ryan Coogler have not revealed what role she will play as of yet, but she will be a part of that. I'm looking forward to that movie. Oh, but yeah. they haven't cast Black Panther, right? No, I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do with that. I, I don't know if they're if they're going to if T'Challa is even going to be. I wish they'd bring part of it or not. Killmonger no and and you know in 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 those storylines, people can come back. You you know even mm-hmm. though he died at the end of. It's just uh, interesting Black Panther. Because the movie's supposed to come out in a year. Come, you know, its release date is scheduled to be July eighth, twenty twenty two, and we don't know who Black Panther is. Yeah. Huh. All right. How about this? Dwayne Johnson is officially done with the Fast and Furious franchise. When asked about his co-star Vin Diesel's recent comments that their feud was just Diesel's way of getting a better performance out of Johnson, uh, the former wrestler said, "I wish them well on Fast Nine, and I wish them the best of luck on Fast Ten and Fast Eleven and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do that will be without me." Uh, no mention. So he's out of the universe completely because he obviously did Calvin and Hobbs. No, he did uh, Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. and uh, that was basically a sequel or a, an offshoot right. of the Fast and Furious series. So I wonder if he'll be doing those or yeah. if he's saying he's turning his back entirely on everything associated not really with sure. Fast and Furious. Do not know, but uh, he <laughs> says he's out of that. Uh, Bravo bigwig Andy Cohen, who also hosts Cable Network's uh, late night talk show, Watch What Happens Live, is hosting a new reality show in which former romantic partners rate their exes, including on their physical endowments and sexual technique. Mm. The show, called X-Rated, will stream on Peacock, uh, premiering on August 12th, with so, all eight episodes released at once. Does the X have any say in this, or are they I don't just, know. I'm sure, sure they have time. I'm sure they have a rebuttal capability. Okay. So Peacock says the show, quote, challenges adult singles to face raw, candid feedback on everything from their personality to sexual prowess and relationship <clears> skills in order to find out where they went wrong and how they can improve. Okay. So there you okay. go. Yeah, they'll be telling them. They're not just going to be telling stories. Whatever happened to the series, Does it, and I wonder if it still airs in Europe, where they, the couples would actually have sex in a box? Do you remember that that was on the on the stage? 
They would no. go. Was it called the box? I think it was called the box. Well, there was one. Remember where they would? There, there were naked people, and they yeah. were they were standing in a box, and it would slowly reveal who they were. Yeah, I actually was, saw you, that you when love we were that in one. England. Yeah, that was a great show. Uh, but there was people one, actually banging in a box, banging in a box, banging in. Wow. A box. Yeah, and then they would get out and. Talk about I forget what everything right, what around whatever was around banging in the box I huh. forgot but I know that there was banging in a box on the stage there was a stage box wow. and you banged in it so <laughs> the streaming service says the show is based on what it claims is a growing trend of people sending exit surveys to their romantic partners to learn why the relationship didn't last I have a story a friend of mine uh, and his ex told me this years and years later like, right. like twenty five years later. He had called her up and said, hey, and I think he was a little bit buzzed, you know, what happened with us? Can you tell me why, oh, you know, no. and, and also can you tell me about me a little bit? Hmm. And she told him, and he did not like what he heard. Let me get my notebook. <laughs> and she was like, how, you know, yeah. you can't you can't ask for that uh-huh. and then be upset about the answers that you hear. You, you can be upset with yourself, but don't be upset with me. Don't get upset with me. If you've asked. If, if this is the opinion yeah. that I had about uh-huh. you because you wanted to know and I'm telling you. So um, be Would aware you? of that should you follow that who, formula. Who wants to... Unless you're legitimately looking to become a better person. Well, no, right. listen. I un- I get it. I get it because but, I've, I've had a couple of different relationships right. sort of fizzle with no explanation as to like why, right? right? And 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 it was, uh, you know. So for me, it left me like, well, what, what's going on with me? Like, why am I not good enough to, you know, like what can I? And, and so I get it. I was never bold enough to make a phone call or go, hey, um, right? Why do I suck? What was yeah. the what was the movie? Uh, Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton and uh, Keanu as good Reeves. As, it gets. as good as no, not as good as it gets. That's uh, that's with um, Greg Kinnear. That's with Greg Kinnear, and it's. I know. I, I get the titles. Schmidt. I get the titles mixed up yeah. too. Uh, but something's uh, got to give. Yeah, that's it. Fast nine. So he's a he's a womanizer <laughs> yeah. all yeah. his life, and yeah. then he meets her, and he and he and, and they kind of have this falling apart. And he's like, I need to analyze who I am. Right. With women, and he goes back to all his exes, <clears throat> and he starts to find out stuff. He, he starts to see a pattern mm-hmm. that he didn't see before. So sometimes, at least in Hollywood. <laughs> At least in the movies, you're really trying to find out who you are and maybe improving upon yourself, and I think that's okay. But don't go asking the questions. You might you, not like what you, you might hear, not right? like hearing the right. answers to exactly. All right, and then one more thing: Bill Murray is among the cast of Wes Anderson's new film that will begin production in Spain in August. Uh, the as yet untitled film also stars Tilda Swinton. Uh, through though the uh, film is shooting in Spain, it's not about Spain. Swinton had hinted. Meanwhile, Anderson had said that he's not ready to share any details about the new film. Murray and Swinton co-starred in Anderson's The French Dispatch, which recently had its world premiere at the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, Murray is an old Anderson hand, of course, besides Spain projects. Uh, and the Spain Project and the French Dispatch, the duo have also worked together in Isle of Dogs, the Grand Budapest Hotel, Moonrise Kingdom, Mr. Fantastic Fox, or Fantastic Mr. Fox, the Darjeeling Limited, uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, the Royal Tenenbaums, and Rushmore. He's done Constantly. all these yeah. movies with him. Uh, the project is believed to have originally planned to shoot in Rome but moved to Spain earlier this year. Sets resembling a desert landscape have been going up in a small town southeast of Madrid. However, okay. the film uh, isn't believed to necessarily be a Western. So. I like, so So they, it's a desert-based movie. Yeah. And they're going to start in Italy, and they move to Spain so they can build a desert. If only right. there were deserts available. <laughs> right, right. 
All right. Uh, I think we're ready for... We got yeah, clips? Got yeah, okay. We do. All right. Boom. Never Have I Ever is quickly cementing itself as the latest teen coming-of-age drama series. In this clip, star uh, Laren Lewison. Huh? Uh, or Jaron Lewison, I'm sorry. Uh, decides which fictional high school he would have attended. Here we go. Yeah, I think for me, it'd be like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I think that I wanted to be there so badly, but I cared way too much about my academics to like skip school and go on a parade. Um, but that would have been it for me. I thought like that school was so monotonous and mundane, but then his adventure was so incredible and fun, and I wanted to live in that world. So, uh, you know, maybe a parade one day. <laughs> I don't give a f- I, this is written really well. I, I watched the first episode. Is of, it good? Mindy Kaling created it, and oh, she's, well, she's one of the writers on it. And so it's uh, it's written uh, well, and therefore it's uh, you know it's a, it's a good show. Uh, Never have I've, have I ever season two is on Netflix right now. Here's the next clip. In the biographical film Joe Bell about our boss, our boss's name is Joe Bell. The, uh, the group manager. Why didn't he tell us he had a series? Uh, a man walks across mm. the United States in order to raise awareness against bullying following the death of his son. Wow. Okay. And here start Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is playing Joe Bell? They're physically Our similar. general manager? Yeah, they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg discusses how he uses his celebrity status to do good in the world. Here we go. But I think... You know, even uh, something like this, I certainly felt compelled as a parent to continue to spread Joe's word and Joe's message to, you know, especially to people who, if they hadn't been directly affected by something like this, would not open their hearts and their minds to to, to really understanding uh, what people are going through. Yeah! Uh, Joe Bell debuts in theaters tomorrow. Wow. This is kind of cool because the Cowper Redemption is coming out later. Wow. <laughs> right? And we're having Tim Robbins yeah, on that's today. Crazy. That's an offshoot of that. But we did have a, there was a gentleman who was on a similar quest here in this area but whose son had um, unfortunately succumbed to bullies and, and passed away. No kidding. He did a similar thing? He was killed? Or, or he yeah, we, his own we, life. we've had the father in studio. Gosh, damn it. I wish I could remember uh, okay. his name. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, he was from Delaware County. It's terrible that people have to do that, man. Mm-hmm. Have to do, uh, you know, raise awareness to. I mean, it's important to be aware of that stuff, but it's just tragedy. All right, so that's it uh, in our entertainment report for you this morning. Um, we are going to take a break. Let me. I know we're going. We have so many things to give away. I'm we gonna do. Give, I'm going to give some. Well, else we were away talking right about the Rock. So all right, let's give away uh, two pair of screening passes for uh, Jungle Cruise. This looks like a fun movie. It's yeah. uh, Emily Blunt's in it as well. Callers 10 and 11 to 215-263-WMMR. And the screen is next Wednesday, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. And uh, let's get you on board. All right. 215-263-WMMR. And by the way, you can click contestwmmr.com for another chance to win some passes to that movie screening. We'll be back in a moment. Like I said, Tim, Rob- Tim Robbins on the show. William Shatner, Eli Roth. We'll be back in a moment. Are you an MMR VIP? Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. <laughs> Antonio Margarine. <laughs> Eli Roth will be on with us later on today. I just, I love that scene. Ancora? Margarete. Margarete. Uh Not only him, but uh, Tim Robbins yeah. and William Shatner. So we have those three interviews coming up a little later on. Also, uh, some tasty food is being set up in 
our uh, Comcast lounge as we speak. And Wilson's Secret Sauce is here this morning doing something in conjunction uh, with our buddy Marcus. Marcus in the Darkest is actually here yeah. uh, this morning, too. And he's raising funds for the ACS uh, Bikeathon and Team WMMR. He is the captain of the team. And they have a special sandwich called the Gear Shifter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulled pork rub with a secret blend of seasoning and topped with creme fraiche. And this is Marcus's. I guess this is uh, he created this thing, Did and he? so the uh, yeah. If you buy this through the end of July, it's going to benefit the American Cancer Society. So we'll do some giveaways uh, with Wilson Secret Sauce in a little while, uh, and with all this food chat, all this food. Oh, oh, I know where you're going. We oh gotta God. go to the connoisseur, right? It's time for the connoisseur. We're going to talk all things food because press is getting a little peckish. I am, man. <laughs> it smells so good, and uh, I'm not going to make you put the hat on. Thank you. Yeah. I love the hat. I You've love been it. flirting with migraines lately, and I don't. I don't like wearing it the whole time when no. I do this. But I'll put, put it, that hat on. It says Casey on it. Yes. I'm not going to put that on. I'll put it on, Casey. Thank right. you. That, well, there's no way that's going to go over your headphones. Casey and I went to Nifty Fifties. Doesn't need to. I'll just do this in Ridley yesterday. And uh, are you going to wear it sideways? Oh, like a sailor for for National Hot Dog Day, right? And uh, I had a chili dog. He had a Texas Tommy. Oh, so you had the uh, the items that he was reeling off. Yes. Did you have a milkshake? I did not have a milkshake. So, listen, and that's the same thing Nick asked me yesterday. Did you get the milkshake? <laughs> well, because it's nifty fifty. I know, I know, I know. I don't understand why. But I ordered a chili dog and fries. So and you were good caloric. <laughs> I wasn't going to push it. But Casey, God bless him. Because we were, because Casey ordered a Texas Tommy and fries. Oh man, that's and then the way to do it. After we're eating it, he's like, "And I'm going to get, I'm going to get a uh, a waffle and ice cream sandwich." Yeah. Well, because we needed to celebrate French Fry Day, Ice Cream Day, and Hot Dog Day. I was going to do it all at once, and I wanted Belgian waffles and ice cream and nothing else. Listen, we but all, they didn't make it anymore. Yeah. We exercise, we do our stuff. We, but if you're going to go to a place like that, like indulge, do it, Dude. get it out of your system. <laughs> Listen, yep. I all and so that was the last solid food I ate for the entire day. Like so, oh, okay. for breakfast I had a banana, right, an apple, and a, right, and this uh, and it's a pound called, cake. It's called a core bar, right? So for breakfast I maybe consumed like three hundred calories. Yeah. Okay, so lunch I indulged, and then for dinner I had a three hundred calorie smoothie. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, I ended up uh, passing on the uh, the milkshake, but I won't ever make that mistake again. I'll make sure I get a milkshake because they did. They had like an almond joy milkshake, man. Ooh, mm-hmm. that looked tasty. That's one. Of, that's the thing. That's their John. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyhow, anyway, I digress. Uh, and we move on to well, let's stay. Let's stay in Casey's. Introduce the connoisseur. Let's yeah. stay in Casey's zone for a moment. Hidden Valley Ranch has created a new dip called. Pepperoni pizza dip. Whoa. Okay. Exclusively for pizza? The dip mixes cheese, pepperoni, and signature Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning. Uh, It is suggested that it is served warm and comes in a microwave safe container. So it's a dip. Uh, So... We we make a like a pepperoni dip. Yes, uh, you do. Our, our friends gave us a recipe. It's really good. Do and you know I, what? It's like uh, I think it's uh, cream cheese and and uh, uh, cream of mushroom and pepperoni and some, a couple other things, and you heat it up and it's yummy. I wish I liked pepperoni, but I don't. No, oh, a little I too spicy. Not, for I you? am, or just I don't know. I I just don't like the taste of standard pepperoni. Okay, oh, I love it. It's I know I it looks it. good. Yeah, I just can't do it, man. Not even turkey pepperoni. No. No. No, man. What so, about salmon pepperoni? I've never had. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Salmon pepperoni. <laughs> I'll try that. I'm just trying to go for things that I know yeah. you like. So. Chocolate chip pepperoni. 
So <laughs> for now, the Hidden Valley Ranch uh, pepperoni pizza dip is available exclusively at Sam's Club. I wonder how how. Um, so this is what I would. I'm sorry, I'm readjusting my hat. Okay. Good. Um, I wonder how these sort of um, event releases. Right. I wonder how much. Is it more a, it um, a novelty a novelty to reintroduce yeah. people to the brand itself in general, or do they actually end up being windfalls as far as... Probably both, right? Uh, like, yeah. don't you think don't that, that yeah. somebody's in the marketing department is like, listen, we can probably sell this better than we can sell anything else, and we'll get some press out of it, uh, but they're not going to make something that's absolutely disgusting right. just to right. sell it just for the press. They'll, they'll, they'll throw something out there that's, uh, that's probably got a, a decent flavor to it, and or, or one that they maybe think is good, but they'll, they'll throw it out there maybe... To test it and go, well, this might sell a little bit, but if it takes off, then yeah. then we go with then it. Then we go with it. You know well, what I mean? A perfect example of something where, like, the McRib is actually went, does pretty well when it's released. Yeah. But it's only released periodically. I guess right. it doesn't do, do well enough on a regular basis to but keep it on the they menu. save it and then it explodes, it does this little, you know, little spurt of sales, if you will. I like spurts. It's uh, worth going for. Um, the one of the classic examples I saw a documentary on the when the uh, Coke changed its flavor, and this documentary makes a pretty good case that that was a huge PR event. I've heard mm-hmm. that before. Designed yeah. to make people love the old Coke flavor oh. and to get up in arms. Now it was a gamble, and you now they could break either way. Yeah, if you're a company trying to save face, you might put the notion out there. Oh yeah, it was an orchestrated event. That's, that's kind of where yeah, I yeah, yeah. But who knows. I listen. All of that. I mean, Billy Joel sang about the Rock and Roller Cola Wars, but I love the new Coke. I love you know Pepsi. They were the ones who started doing like different cans of Pepsi, right? So like you could get, you know, like when you bought a, a can of Coke, it was always the same. You bought a can of Pepsi, it was always the same. Right. But then the, the entire summer, Nick, do you remember that? It was probably like summer '87, maybe '88 of can changes of can changes where and never, you know what? Saving. They didn't it, change it, the taste. They just changed the can. Just changed the can. It actually might have been '88 because it might have been like a Summer Olympics thing. Actually, oh, now okay. that I think about it, but and that's pure marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, hey, we got a new can to sell, and uh, we have a can. Yeah, the, yeah. The, what's inside of it is the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's a can. Uh, so anyhow, you can get a 1.5 pound tub of the Hidden Valley Ranch pepperoni pizza dip if you uh, are so inclined to. Interesting. Do so. Now, you, so you belong to Costco. My mom is a BJ's person. I don't know where there is a uh, Sam's Club around there anymore. Um, don't make any choices, I know you said your mom's a BJ's person, and we we went away from that. <laughs> yeah, we veered away. There used to be one around Exton, if I recall, but I don't know if it's still there or not. Mm. All right, uh, something else. How about this? Uh, you guys, you, I've, I've told you before the, the drama surrounding Subway's tuna products. Yes, oh, that yeah. there is actually, or at least up to this point, has been no tuna in it. They're, they're, yeah, they've done a couple tests or uh, some groups did and, and found there was no tuna in, in the tuna. tuna. Uh, but it's a in a not-so-shocking turn of events, Subway has now created a website all about their tuna, claiming it's absolutely real. That tuna is it's real! Yes, so... <laughs> Uh, the New York Times had purchased uh, Subway tuna sandwiches and sent the fish off to a lab that specializes in fish testing. The test found that no amplifiable tuna DNA was present in the sample. So, okay, there's really no traceable tuna within their tuna. In this particular test, kind the of New York problem. Times did. So <laughs> Subway's new site also contains information about where they source their fish, their quality control process, 
and additional information about the margin of error in lab tests. Uh, but you can see it for yourself by visiting uh, SubwayTunaFacts.com. When I used to eat at Subway, which is a long time ago, uh, I would get the tuna regularly. I liked it. Well, whatever whatever they're calling tuna, you enjoyed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I haven't had it in 20 years, probably. Sure. But that was a that was a regular go to order thing for I me. I was a, a regular subway guy for a while, but I I am a primo person now, and that, yeah. you know. But I mean, listen, there's there's room for them on the menu. Uh, all right, and so they're pretend tuna. When I get tuna at primos, I usually get the tuna diablo, and that doesn't have any mayo in it. So does does do they they make a tuna hoagie that has mayonnaise? Right? Yeah, it's a tuna salad. Okay, I just it's get, already mixed up and ready to go. Yeah, I'll, you know, sometimes I just get tuna. Yeah, on a, a scooped roll with mayo and the seasoning. I have, right. a, I, have I have a bad memory about tuna, and I, therefore it's Steve. It's like with you with Big Ziti. Oh, I, my, my roommate you threw up. No, no, no. My roommate outside of college when we when we were uh, had left school um, made tuna salad every morning and would leave the cans and the mayo in, oh, in the yeah. sink, and it just the entire apartment reeked of tuna salad. <laughs> he never cleaned up after himself. The guy uh, used toothpaste to, to do <laughs> dirty things to himself. He was a terrible roommate. Did he used toothpaste to pleasure himself. He didn't sure he? did. And he of left... all the things in the bathroom, yeah. you never toothpaste? said anything. You never said anything to him about leaving tuna cans. I out? probably wasn't a very good roommate either. But okay. it, you said he used your toothbrush to help get off, right? <laughs> no, but it just it, you know it 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 besmirched tuna in my memory, yeah. and therefore I've never been able to come around on. I it. prefer I, yeah. like the tuna that I make at home because okay. I I do it the exact way I want to. Uh, th- that I want to prepare. My way. Yeah. Well, yeah. so listen, I open up the can, I squeeze as much of the uh, the water and the oh. juice out as possible. I know you don't like that. No, Case, I'm right with you. Yeah, I, that, that's my style. That's the flavor, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, I know. And then I take a knife and I cut the tuna in the can to make it nice and fine and everything like that. So, so fine. Fine. You're making so many mistakes. No, that's the way I like it. I, so yeah. fine. So then I put peanut butter on it. No. Um, <laughs> Chocolate syrup. <laughs> Chocolate syrup. And then half a banana. The tuna. Half a banana. I had ice cream. All right. And gummy bears. Don't forget the Skittles. <laughs> uh, it's like, a, it's yeah. like a, a, a restaurant run by a three-year-old. So it's got to be Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. And they made a smile out of the Tootsie Pops. Not the regular, uh, not, the, not the light mayonnaise, regular Hellman's Mayonnaise, just the right amount. And I put a ton of uh, pepper on it. I love right. that's the way I do it, man. And nobody Preston's makes... right about the flavor being in the. But if you have like oil, if yeah, you, the, you know, there's the water and the oil. But it, I don't like that flavor. You know, when you talk about yeah. the flavors in that water, I don't like that flavor. That's oh, you mean the too, tuna flavor? The, tu, the well, the fishy. There's too flavor. much tuna flavor in my yeah. tuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fishy flavor, I don't like it. Okay, well, have the it. Connoisseur's hat is exploding. <laughs> Just keep making it at home the way you make it. Then, um, right. so nonetheless, uh, Subway is saying that uh, yeah, it's legit tuna. And they got a website uh, that uh, that uh, covers all of that. They, they revealed their new menu, which is supposed to be sort of a, a, a shift. Did anybody see what the items are or what? I don't go there. No. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about beer. The beer is uh, beer is uh, definitely on the connoisseurs' list, and it turns out that hops not the only important flavor factor when it comes to craft beers. Washington State University researchers recruited a panel of about 100 craft beer drinkers and found that the untrained group could taste the difference between five different barley varieties and definitely favored some more than others. So I'm happy to hear this because I, I am not a craft beer fan, and I'll tell you why. The whole craze over hops. I don't care for You're not the, a hops guy. No. Hops add a very, very bitter flavor. It's like cilantro, okay? you you and, and I can handle a little bit of cilantro, but too much of it, 
and it's it's just a bitter reaction in my on my taste buds. Same thing goes with hops. And if you go to these these beer aficionados events, it's all about hoppiness. It's all about how hoppy you can get it, how bitter you can get it. And to me, it just doesn't taste that great. However, the barley taste in beer. I really like. Yeah, I, but that's, that's why I like kind of maltier. What? But that's only for the IPA, right? So that doesn't, you know, what, what you're saying here. Yeah, is, I know. But what? No, what I am saying is yeah. that that world, yeah. that sphere, focuses heavily on IPAs. Sure, big time. Are it's, you? In, it's like, are you into like pilsners and lagers, or when you? Yeah, yeah. pilsners, lagers, even even stouts and okay. things like that. So I, as big I, as your head. I like those. I agree um, with you. Yeah. But and and you know so the Belgians are they're a little bit much, but but there's so much focus on IPA. Everybody's just all over that. Right. It's almost like, you know, um, like a coffee, like coffee connoisseurs. And uh, if you add anything to it, you know, it's oh. got to be strong. It's got to be and that's not, so, bold okay. and all this, you know. I mean, you just described a correlation I can attach to. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not a beer drink. I'm not a drinker in general. Right. Uh, so uh, and, and I, I understand the the type of coffee that I like would be for the real snooty coffee people. They they turn their noses. You're a pussy. It. Yeah, I'm a pussy. Essentially. Yeah. But yeah. I but I that's just what I like. And yeah. So that'd yeah. probably be the same thing with like Casey's tuna salad. Yeah. yeah. Which, right. Which, yeah. I don't like it that way. Uh, you like you like your tuna salad very hoppy. Go and, away. And I don't like my tuna ho- hoppy. So, I mean, it's essentially this sort of the same thing. But that's me getting on a soapbox, and I'll stop doing that. I need to be the connoisseur here. <laughs> you got to be more <laughs> the hoppy. The, the pan. No, I'm not done with oh, the story. So the panel was able to easily identify the flavor profiles of the beers, such as one with a fruity and sweet aromatic flavor and Uh another with a citrus profile. The study author, Kevin Murphy, says just as craft beer flavors evolved in the last 20 years, we can expect to continue to change over the next 20 and the new frontier will be adding different barley flavors Hmm. or barley hop combinations. He said, I don't know how many people knew about IPAs 20 years ago, and they exploded. Brewers are very innovative, and I'm very excited to uh, see what this, where this goes in the future. Well, there's, yeah, there's always cycles, you know? Like, yeah. something yeah. gets really hot for a while and sells a lot, and therefore a lot of people get in on it, and there is the scene, the quote-unquote scene that's attached to it. But I'm a, I'm a pills person. I love a pilsner. Like, a Pikeland pills is really good. Victory makes a Prima pills that's delicious. Um, I like uh, the Pacifico beer. Uh, you know, I'll drink it yingling on occasion. Uh, I'm not very into, uh, very much into hoppy beers either, Preston. But it's they be, they became the hot beer for a stretch, and so everybody sold them, and therefore they became more popular. Wasn't there a phase, or at least a period, where the beer was, or the ones that were very trendy were the ones with extraordinarily high alcohol content? Uh, it, it's always a, a selling point, you yeah, know, when yeah. it, when you see those. And and there's there's session beers where you can sit down and drink a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. and there's others that are like. You you just need a little bit. I want to fart. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but the IPAs were always sort of classically higher in, in yes. alcohol they? content. All but right. you know, but then but you're right. They they started making session IPAs that were you know you could consume more of them and. There's a lot to choose from. You know, there, there, I mean, way more now than yeah, especially in Philly. And um, you we, know. Have, we, and we have we 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 have a, an incredible scene. Yeah. If you are into beer, oh, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. the city. And I'm seeing a bunch of texts that are kind of ripping on me for what I'm saying. And they're like, "You just don't know, President." I'm like, "Dude, I've been to the Great American Beer Festival several times, and yeah. you're just it's, hyper it's your taste. focused on all of that." And I'm just like, most of the things I was tasting, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I don't care that you're." Your hop level is through the roof on this. I don't really like that. But anyway. I'm hot. It's, it's, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so I'm going to rip my head off. 
right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving right. on. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's go with this. Long John Silver's is now testing plant-based seafood products. Come on. At five locations in California and Georgia. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's the one the one protein you don't really need to go to plant-based is seafood, right? Now, I've heard. Now, trust me. Yeah, I agree. And I so my main protein is salmon these days. I love salmon. But I've been told that uh, they are replicating um, even salmon pretty accurately. I've yet to try it. But I, to me, that's such a unique flavor. I don't know how you would do it. I guess the only reason they that, do you with might beef want, <laughs> that you might want plant-based fish yeah. is be, for ethical reasons. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. As opposed to uh, nutritional or It's or hypocritical of me to eat dietary. salmon and have pet salmon at home. Right. Right. So uh, the plant-based fish will come in two options, a plant-based breaded fish-free filet mm. and a plant-based breaded crab-free cake. Okay. Well, okay, so imitation uh, crab Why don't you just meat? go to Subway? <laughs> what is the imitation crab meat? It, there's fish in there's there. Fish it, okay. in there. Yeah, there it's is. like yeah. haddock or something like that, but it's, it's crab with a K. Yeah. Yep. Uh, both are part of a product line called... If you're nasty. <laughs> ...called Good Catch uh, from Gathered Foods. That's, huh. that's a good name. I like that, Good Catch. Uh, the new items will be available in platters or a la carte. Uh, according to a press release, the faux fish will be flaky like white fish, huh. and it'll be in a crisp breading. So they're going for, they're going for the full Impossible Burger conversion. Yeah. Uh, the crab-free cakes will have a sweet crab flavor, flavor and will be seasoned with parsley, sweet peppers, green onions, and spice. Mm. Sounds so nice. Uh-huh. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll try it, um, you know, but I... To me, if, so I consider myself more like a pescatarian, and that that's pretty good, too, right? So, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Good, yeah. Absolutely. I'm the, trying. <laughs> the proteins themselves are made from Gathered Goods' proprietary mix of lentils, chickpeas, soy, fava beans, <laughs> peas, and, <I> <laughs> and, uh, and navy beans, navy beans, navy beans. <laughs> you know how there's a... Uh, a documentary to piss you off about anything these days. Yeah. So if you want to go watch a documentary and uh, change your worldview on something, you can watch a documentary called Seaspiracy. Uh, and it's uh, about how the fishing industry, in part, uh, how the fishing industry is, is devastating the oceans. Yes. I refuse to watch this documentary no. because I love, I love, I love seafood. And uh, that's I, why, Nick, there's a documentary about how they go up north and they club baby chocolate chip cookies. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and I refuse Listen, to watch it. Everybody's got to eat those things. <laughs> it's not just that, though, uh, either, Nick. It's also uh, like... <laughs> They basically trick people into like slave labor into uh, on these fishing uh-huh. vessels and stuff, and then you're not allowed off. Yes. And they prey upon people who are just desolate and need money. Right. Basically, right. Shanghai them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's right. terrible, and I won't watch it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, imitation crab meat we got this is made with surimi. Now, surimi is a paste. Made out of finely shredded or pulverized fish. And for my next uh, imitation, crabfish. I'm a crabfish. I'm a crabfish. After the fish is minced, it is heated and pressed into shapes that resemble meat from a crab leg. And the resulting imitation crab looks similar to the original crab in its coloring and texture. I've never liked imitation crab meat. We were talking yesterday. You you think you you might uh, try a little crabbing? I would like to, yeah. Yes. So it's a lot of people do that. Yeah, uh, down on the shore, you see them all over the place. So on the uh, traps into the uh, into the bay or yeah. uh, out in the ocean, and, and the, uh, the crabbing is good. The crabbing is good. Oh, huh. doc, lots of them out there. Yeah, yeah it's a great I just don't. I haven't learned about um, eating blue what crab. What kind of grenades to use? <laughs> now preparing. <laughs> no, preparing and eating uh, blue yeah. crab. So uh, you're so. better off doing it. Uh, so my, you know, my cousin's on the bay. So you're better off doing it somebody somewhere like that because if you do it anywhere. Uh, that's a, like a little bit more uh, country, <laughs> no, a little more rock and roll. Um, 
uh, community. Yeah. Uh, oh. Your crab traps can get and will get stolen. stolen. People yes. will steal them. So, but if you put them off of a private dock, you're probably better off doing that. That's why sometimes yeah. you see people sitting out there mm-hmm. or just having mm-hmm. drinks and waiting for the crabs. Little flag that says yeah. owned by Preston Elliott. Mm. So my buddy, major, major, broadcaster. <laughs> major broadcaster, my buddy John that you met Preston at the uh, Mile Swim. He has minnow traps that he sets out, and you know who steals the minnows? Huh. Otters. I didn't know we had otters out there. I, no, was so I didn't know that either. I mean, he's really? like, yeah, you don't see them very often, but they're definitely there, and they steal minnows. That's Jesus. interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. One more connoisseur story. Uh, and we're going to we're gonna pull back a little bit in our, um, well, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. Is oh. Okay, so they've released. Now we're talking fine dining. Well, they've released a line of frozen pizzas, and I will contend I'm going to know what you're going to say. I agree. The pizza at Chuck E. Cheese is actually pretty good. I don't know what it is about it, Mm -hmm. if there's a nostalgic element to it, or because it reminds me a little bit of school pizza Mm -hmm. in a good way. Uh, But I agree. I I think the Chuck E. Cheese pizza is pretty good. Pancake will attest to that. He yeah, worked he at a Chuck E. Cheese. He was a manager at a Chuck E. Cheese. That's where he and his wife met. Yeah, yeah he played an otter. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it comes in two varieties, cheese and pepperoni, and is produced in partnership with food manufacturer Flatland Foods. Uh, it's only available at Kroger grocery stores for now, though, uh-huh. but uh, maybe they'll spread them out to others. We'll where, see. Where's it? There's no Kroger's There are no around Kroger's yeah, around yeah, there are. Are there? Yeah, yeah. Really? Get out. I had an appearance at one two years ago. Where? where? Uh, Delaware, maybe? They still talk about it down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember I'll that time? <laughs> time? This broadcast came in on the radio, had a huge head, nicest guy. <laughs> Talked about Pearl Jam a lot. Uh... That'll be the most magical day ever at this Kroger's. <laughs> I'll never forget him. He came in with that rock and roll hipness. <laughs> yeah, Christiana Mall. Christiana Mall has a, a Kroger. Hey, wow. Nick, okay. where's the closest Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, probably, well, there was the one in... Um, it's not there anymore. Valley Forge. It's gone. And Devon? It's gone. That's the one bitch. George Washington went to. Uh, yeah. Is there one in Springfield still? On, uh, I don't know. Norwinden and Baltimore Pike? My, my dearest wife, <laughs> we have all sorts of activities to do here. Plus audio animatronic animals that play music every 15 minutes. And that box you can stand in with all the coupons flying around. Oh, man. Didn't uh, Ben get, like, the magic coupon? His birthday party was there two years in a row, and that's all he wanted. It was, I think, birthdays seven and eight or eight and nine, and uh, it was... Magical. I mean, like it was, it was so much fun. And, yeah, and there's a bar there. Yeah. The pizza's good. Um, Is I don't know. Beer there? I don't. Well, his parties were literally like ten in the morning, so I didn't start drinking until ten thirty. Noon. Yeah. <laughs> Where's yeah. your blow? Uh, uh, one in Media, Casey. One in Philly, and one in I'm sorry, Springfield. Oh, yeah, not Media. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Springfield. <laughs> and. Uh, there's a, a, a few in By the way, I'm going to have to tell you guys about the tour that Casey took me on of, uh, of Delaware County. Okay. It was a mini tour. It was I, a, couldn't, I couldn't give him the whole tour. We not the whole county, but limited it, time. But it was his his living <laughs> where he grew up. Oh. Uh-huh. And even while sitting there at Nifty Fifties, <clears throat> just outside the window, there were at least five or six places that I needed to hear about. What did I point out to you, Preston? Uh, Caddy well, Corner. you pointed out to me where Pat's Chili Dogs used to be. Pat's Chili Dogs! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, um, a, and a number of other places. Did you see? You actually saw the uh, the the young 
Casey went by his house. Wow. Walked yeah. around uh, around it and everything. I asked to go by there. I wanted Interesting. to see it. Interesting. Yeah. And, and what is it? Casey, I've never seen a picture of it. You said it was I like... took a picture of him by it. All yeah. right. If you yeah. want to see it, I'll show it to you yeah. guys in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, also each pizza comes with 250 game e-tickets that are valid at any Chuck E. Cheese if you want to get that. Is, now, is that currency the official currency of... Spain? Romania. Yeah. Romania. Close. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, that's all we have time for Aww. in the connoisseur. Yeah, we need to take a break. We got a bunch of guests coming up. Ton of stuff. Steve, real quick, why don't you hit your oh. event yeah. while we're at the tail end here? And because we have another charity thing that we're going to get to in just a moment it or so, is, but you've got something tomorrow. It's tonight. Oh, it's tonight. Tonight, I'm tonight, sorry. tonight. Hot damn tonight. It's cakes for cats. Tickets are very limited. I think we have a handful left, but it's going to be a book signing with Lucy Nolan, complimentary beer, adoptable kitties, food by algorithm restaurants. What's it all about? Well, it's a benefit for community cats. It's run for Morris and for Max Fun, Morris Animal Refuge. It's a great thing. It's at Philadelphia. Talk about great beer. Philadelphia Brewing Company. They're incredibly wonderful. Uh, and um, it's tonight from 6 to 9. I'm going to be there running the whole thing throughout the event. It's uh, it's not overly crowded, so I'm definitely going to have time to hang with you and talk to you and and hang out and have a great time. And the weather's going to be perfect. So great food, great yeah. uh, great beverages, as they say. Lucy Nolan, a whole bunch of other uh, uh, people. My wife will be there. And uh, it's to benefit community cats. And let me tell you something. The raffles include, like, Eagles tickets and, and uh, a historical tour with Ed Rendell and tons of other stuff. Thanks, person. I wanted to get that in. But tickets yeah. are very limited. So you can go to... PrestonSteve.com or Eventbrite or MaxFund.com to get your tickets. Excellent. Let's take a break, and uh, I want to give away Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue $25 gift card. We'll take call number 8215263-WMMR. Stephen Kelly Wilson are here, by the way, live from residence at Delco, operating the family-run barbecue restaurant, and their diverse menu caters to meat eaters as well as those that prefer vegan and vegetarian options. So keep that in mind as you call in. We'll come back with the B-File. Stay there. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stephen Kelly Wilson of uh, Wilson Secret Sauce uh, Barbecue here this morning and uh, brought by some goodies for us. Uh, and I'm t- we're going we're gonna to highlight a particular sandwich, but I just have for the first time uh, the Impossible Cheesesteak. Uh-huh. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, outstanding. I, I contend that you could give that to a hardcore, lifelong cheesesteak eater and they, they would no not have any idea. In fact, it's it's better than a lot of regular cheesesteaks, yeah, yeah. regular meat-based cheesesteaks I've ever right. had. That's yeah. That's the miracle. I'm blown away. So they're on. Uh, they're in Upper Darby, by the way, on uh, Township Line Road, and we want to welcome 
to the show this morning, our good friend, Mr. Marcus in the Darkest, team captain of, uh, of course, Team WMMR, the ACS uh, bike van, Marcus. Hey, good morning. Nice guys. to see you, bud. Good to see you. It's Guy's Day in the studio. It is. Right. Just the <laughs> fellas. And there's that Marcus laugh that we love. Uh, so, all right, so you got together with Steve and the gang at Wilson's. Yes. And you guys created a special sandwich that are going to help raise funds for Team WMMR and the American Cancer Society, right? That is correct. Uh, I do a rub for our pulled pork and ribs, and I brought it over to Steve. We tried it with the cream fresh on the bun, and it tasted really well. So we came up with the idea of doing it as a specialty sandwich to raise money for Team WMMR. So you're the actual creator of the rub that's being used in the sandwich. The rub is not my rub recipe. I got it from Fabio Viviani, who's an Italian chef, and kind of tweaked the recipe a little bit. All right. But the recipe is based on his rib rub recipe, and then rib rub. after trying it on the ribs, and it was really good, I was like, hey, I think I want to try it on the pulled pork. Cool. And it really worked well, and the way the rub pulls into and and you know absorbs into the meat, it's it's got a nice flavor, and just... It's wanted excellent. to try it. Yeah, I made I made a little slider out of it because uh, uh, Steve brought all the all the accoutrement to uh, either do a full uh, yes. you know sandwich if you want to or a little slide made a little slider. It's fantastic. Love it. And the the money's going to go for uh, Team WMMR. Which, by the way, yeah. when is the when is the the bike a thon? It is September nineteenth. Okay, you can sign up at WMMR.com. And you guys, your fundraising goes on for quite a while. You yeah. you really try to get a leg up on this and, and get it started ahead of time. Absolutely. And we've got 149 riders this wow. year Damn, again, so we're doing well. Are you uh, guys like the biggest team or one of the biggest teams? We are the, we are the largest team. That's awesome. And it's huge. So. Wow. That's- <laughs> and we're second in fundraising right now as well, which is good. We'll keep continuing to raise funds and do our best like we do every year but i'm excited for the ride this year after taking off last year and it being virtual it yeah. will be nice to be in person and riding with people this year the end point is at bader field so they're kind of containing everything and yeah. using all of the covid protocols necessary Good. to ensure safety and Again, if you want to start at the base of the Ben Franklin Bridge, we'll be there with a tent. We'll be there riding over the bridge. We'll end up in Baderfield. If you don't want to do the full 66.6 miles, you can start in Cherry Hill. You can start in Hamilton. There are other starting points for you. Nice. And if, you, and if you're curious and if you've never been to Wilson's and you want to, you want to help Marcus out here and, and help the American Cancer Society, uh, just to give you an, an idea of how valid Wilson's secret sauce is, Robert Irvine was there yes. on Tuesday. Tuesday, on Steve's yeah. birthday. Filming, and uh, can I say the name of the show? Has that even been released yet, Steve? Yeah, they've changed it five times. Okay, all right. So he's, <laughs> he's working on a new show. Yeah. And wanted to highlight uh, mm-hmm. Wilson's uh, in this. And one of the things that he was going on about uh, is this uh, sweet potato uh, cornbread, mm-hmm. which I had. Ooh. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. And apparently Robert couldn't get enough of it while he was there. So And he knows food. That he does. Absolutely. He knows a lot of stuff. Uh, so, all right, and how long are the uh, um, are you going to be uh, taking money? Um, will this special sandwich be on the menu? The end of the 
it's it's till the end of okay. July. So right. at the end of this month, we'll be offering that sandwich at Wilson's. And thanks again to Wilson's Secret Sauce for being a sponsor of Team WMMR. You guys rock. Thank Not you only, so yeah. much. Do they do that, Marcus? But they, you know, these uh, Steve and his lovely wife bring the uh, food down to the uh, camp out for hunger too to help the people who have been, uh, you know, collecting food. Uh, out of the vehicles and everything, there are many charities where you'll see these guys popping Absolutely. up and helping out. They yeah. are very active in Delco, where we live in Havertown, with the uh, with the uh, fire departments, with the police departments, yeah. and the community as well. So, Wilson Secret Sauce Barbecue is a great community restaurant, and they do a lot for the community. Even yeah. Bill Weston yesterday was going on about the brisket, which I contend is, I like is, the, brisket. is yeah. the best brisket I've ever had. <laughs> so, listen, you got to get over there and try. This nice Jewish boy's uh, pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> no lightning bolts, I promise. <laughs> uh, all right, Marcus. Hey, hey I want to congratulate you on the success you've had with Team Thank WMMR yeah, right. over the Thank years. You. You've got to be really, really proud of, of what you guys do. Definitely. it's It's been a great team. The American Cancer Society has been a great partner. Uh, Vince Strausser has been my co-captain for the last seven, eight years. He's done a great job, and we've met some amazing people and ridden some bikes with some amazing people. As Casey knows, yeah. as he's done with the Team Rock and Rollers as well. Vinny's on my team yep. now, and you know I, I've definitely Sherry, have cherry picked. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, Sherry helps me out. She's co-captain of mine, Sherry Ivers. But uh, yeah, I've definitely cherry picked some of your teammates. Oh. We're not at 149 yet, but we're getting there. You're over I mean, 100, aren't we're you? We're 118 right now. Stop thinking about what, you know where you guys came from. And I remember that you know, like just just piecing together. Maybe we'll get a few. Maybe maybe we'll yeah. get a few more. And persistence has paid off. You're, you're both juggernauts to your various uh, causes, yeah. which is great. Excellent. We, we, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. One more thing. No, I was going to wrap it up. But if you got something else, say. The only thing is, yeah. we started with nine and. Wow. That was the first one, nine. Yeah. Nine. Hey, nine. Guys, Steve Wilson has something to give. Uh, can you hand that over? It's a check. What is that? Uh, for you. Stop it. Rock and Rollers? Yes, yeah. it's for the two. What? Oh, two. Oh. Here you go. Wow, $500. Dude! Yes! Hey, hey, Steve. <laughs> you were just, you were too kind, my man. Well, we do a lot with the uh, local police and fire, yeah. um, Haverford and Upper Darby. Yeah. And so we give them discounts, and we also take some of the money that they give to us and we put it into a little fund so we can give it back to You sink it right back matter. in. That's amazing. Yeah. And this is going to so I set a goal of five thousand dollars raised. This this gets me almost to five thousand right. dollars. This is amazing. I'm definitely great. I am That's definitely great. gonna hit my hey, hey, hey. So listen, follow uh Wilson's Secret Sauce on Instagram and Facebook especially because uh they'll do like when you're they're getting close to the end of the day or whatever. They have, like, discounted things, and so if you're following them on Instagram or Facebook, they'll say, hey, uh, I- I've got racks of ribs right now, you know, for, I don't even know, like, $5 or, you know, whatever yeah. it is, you know, first come, first serve type of stuff. Yeah, so. we don't want to waste it. Yeah, we exactly. We 69th Street and woken people up and said, hey, <laughs> I, got a, I got a sandwich for you. Right. So. That's, right. No, that's, that's awesome. You guys are so cool. From the heart. I love it, man. All right. Thank you, Steve Wilson. Yeah. Thank you, Marcus in the Darkest. All the details, by the way, available at WMMR.com. You want to sign up and help out with Team WMMR and the American Cancer Society Bike-a-thon. All right, let's get into the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Uh, the family of a man who was crushed by a bank vault on Monday in Billings Heights says he has a long road to recovery, but Josh Cox is breathing and in good spirits. 
He was rushed to the emergency room after a 3,600-pound bank vault fell on him at a construction site. Oh, my God. Authorities said that it happened inside the future Chase Bank building as people were moving the vault into place with a cart. Multiple construction workers also on site rushed in to help remove the vault from Cox. What? I dodged a real bullet on this one. Oh, you dodged a real bullet on this one. Uh, Someone then began giving Cox chest compressions until emergency crews arrived. You have a safe fall on your head. Well, so he had to, before the safe, he avoided an anvil and then a piano. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And finally, the safe got him. Right, right. (laughs) So he was. Uh, he had suffered multiple crush injuries and underwent surgery to repair his left femur. Um, uh, he was moved from intensive care into a private room and is in serious condition. Oh, but, boy. But, no, he's going to be okay. Okay. Uh, they said he's in rough shape, but he is in much better condition than all of us thought when we received a call yesterday, a family member said. I get seven. that roadrunner one day. You get that roadrunner one day. <laughs> all right. Uh, I have two. This is rare. I have two stories. Out of Hawaii for you this morning, and they're both on uh, Oahu, so... The Windy City. In a stunning revelation, including a newly filed court document, federal prosecutors say former deputy city prosecutor, Catherine uh, Kialoha, won a bet by taking a photo with a line of cocaine on her husband's desk while he was the Honolulu police chief. Oh, my God. Someone bet she wouldn't do that? Yeah. He's the police chief. Yeah. She's the prosecutor. I, Let's have a line of coke on the desk here. I'm going to take that back. Uh, the documents are part of the upcoming trial against uh, Kealoa's uh, brother, Dr. Rudy Puana. Uh, Pu, uh, Puuna. Puana, that's it, yeah. Uh, Puana is accused of running an illegal drug ring. Prosecutors say that he used his Big Island pain clinic as a source for opioids and other drugs that were used and distributed by Catherine and other friends. Pleasure a hobo with my mouth? I'll take that bet. Uh, Kialoa is serving time along with her husband and two former officers in connection with one of the state's largest public corruption probes. Yeah, that would reflect negatively on the police. Yeah. Uh, all right, so in another story out of Hawaii, you can keep, ah, the music keep going. it going, Joe. Uh, after responding to a medical call early Saturday morning, firefighters made a shocking discovery. Their fire truck had been stolen. Oh, no. Uh, the Honolulu... Hey, fellas, where's the fire truck? The Honolulu Fire Department said personnel responded to a medical call at home at around 3.30 a.m. Upon arrival, the HFD entered the home to help the patient, leaving the ladder truck running with its lights on. Officials uh, said this is standard procedure yeah, in emergency situations. Sure. Uh, officials exited the home at 4 a.m., and when they came outside, they discovered... It was gone. (laughs) The fire department immediately notified Honolulu police of the stolen vehicle. Authorities said the officers found the fire truck and the suspect minutes later at a (laughs) 7-Eleven. So he decided to drive the truck. I want a big gulp. To a 7-Eleven. Police arrested the suspect. There were no reports of injuries, nothing missing, and no damage to the truck either. So... Uh, a Florida woman is accused of skinny dipping in a stranger's pool and refusing multiple requests to leave. And she come out here, the water's fine. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> Heather A. Kennedy. Why is there a slick coming from your private parts? <laughs> oh, God. 
is facing charges of trespass in structure or commands of resisting an officer without violence. The homeowner told deputies he returned home, noticed a naked stranger in his pool after spotting clothing scattered across the lanai. By the way, actually, I saw a picture. By Florida standards, she's a, she's a Florida not seven. bad. Like, Florida sh- seven. Like you wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. you, you wouldn't. I've seen worse in these yeah, Florida yeah, yeah. stories. Deputies asked her to get dressed and get out of the pool several times. Once Kennedy was dressed, she attempted to resist arrest. Uh, she told yeah. her, uh, told officers she would not be going anywhere. Uh, deputies eventually arrested her and transported her to the county jail. She would not tell deputies her name, but she was later identified through jail booking photos. So she's been through <laughs> a couple the, times. the process a couple yeah. times. Yep, She had her own volume. All right, and we'll end with this one. Uh, parents are calling uh, in outrage over what is happening outside of their children's elementary school. They want a man who bears upsetting flags to stay away from their kids. Parents of students who attend... Uh, Sally Jones Elementary School in Punta Gorda filed a report that, to police about a man they say has swastika flags and visits outside the school with them while shouting at parents dropping off their kids. Huh. This, is, this is an elementary school. That's a very militant crossing guard. Uh, parent Adam Ackerman said... You will he, cross now! ...said he was emphasizing toward the police. He said he had two flags and a Nazi sign, and when the officers came up, he was emphasizing showing the sign, especially the Nazi one... Ackerman saw the man twice on the sidewalk near the school. He said, she said, uh, we saw him again this morning, wildly screaming um, profanities at us, our children, and we simply drop our children off at school. Uh, he said, I think it's inappropriate, and I want to put an end to it. Although parents view the accused man's actions as inappropriate, they apparently are not illegal. A city ordinance prohibits signs with obscene language or symbols that can be viewed from public property, uh, but the Punta Gorda police said that the man has not broken the law, so there's nothing that they can do. So mm. that sucks. Yeah. Ackerman uh, filed the police report. He'll get tired eventually. Says he's ready to take matters into his own hands if he needs to. And that can be bad. Too, That's chilling. Him. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget, we have a number of guests on the show today. Tim Robbins, Eli Roth, William Shatner all joining us. we got more giveaways. Might even do a contest in the very, very, very near future. So stay there. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, this is Rob Marcolongo, owner of All Point Home Inspection. I am a licensed, insured home inspector located in Medford, New Jersey. The housing market is hot. Homes are selling like crazy. But don't skip your home inspection. A home is the biggest purchase you will ever make. Get a home inspection. A few dollars spent now can save you thousands in repairs later. I am experienced, thorough, and reliable. I specialize in first-time home buyers taking the extra time to explain, review, and show you the basics in a house. I'll provide an online report you can rely on, it's easy to understand and respond to. I also offer a first responder and military discount. Give me a call at 609-410-5899 or visit my website, allpointhomeinspection.com. And as always, MMR Rock. Next message. Hi, Love you, help you line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonandSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. 
Don't forget, uh, the team of Wilson Secret Sauce has been working through the pandemic to serve the community, local charities, first responders. Uh, they provided meals to over 3,000 essential workers throughout the pandemic and continue to do so. They're feeding us here today. They're uh, contributing to not only the, the ACS Bikeathon and Team WMMR, but Team Rock and Rollers with the yeah. Bend to Shore thing. As uh, Steve had uh, handed over a five hundred dollars check to Casey this morning, which is amazing. Awesome. So we're going to do some giveaways with those guys. In fact, we're going to play a game. Whoa! Uh, and while we're soliciting for the callers to come in, Nick, I'm going to have you plug your event. Oh, sure. Uh, that you have today, by the way. Yeah, actual events with actual people outdoors, and you can come by and say hi. It's a brand new Planet Fitness. It's at uh, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's right near you, President. So the um, the Lansdale exit off of the Northeast Extension. The address is 1758 Allentown Road. So uh, I believe it's in the same shopping center where the Redners is, but um, it's the address 1758 Allentown Road. We're there from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Apparently there's going to be a whole bunch of food trucks, a lot of activity, grand opening celebration of the brand new Planet Fitness. So come by, swing you know, swing by, say hi. And uh, it'd be nice to see you. It's cool to be doing appearances again. Right. By the way, uh, like at the, <laughs> I've done a couple appearances, and the swag, the stuff that gets given away, <laughs> it's been stockpiling yes, for a while. It has. It's yes. really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, speaking of really good stuff to give away, that's what we have. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time for this game. It's time once again to play Yes or No. Yes or No. Two answers as old as time itself. A game primal and raw. Simple and to the chase. Two options. Two answers. Big prizes. <laughs> or sometimes smaller, less impressive prizes. But always prizes of some sort. And now, for the game that is the perfect out when we really can't think of anything else to do. Yes or no. And now, here's your host, Preston Elliott. Why didn't he say my yeah, name? Yeah, why? Because you hit the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh that out. sucks. It, it, it has no music underneath it, so I wanted to add a little bit of music to it. But in our system, you can't play more than one element at a time. Preston Elliott! And it faded out my name as I hit the music bed. Okay, so... Yes or no? Let's get callers on the line. 215-263-WMMR. Our phone lines are full. I didn't solicit ahead of time, but we need callers on the line. By the way, we're incredibly understaffed today. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's very, very simple to do. Did we not tell them that we're doing that? No, we did. Uh, there was just a miscommunication. They didn't okay. know what prizes we were offering to our potential. Well, do they do they know the rules over there? Do they know how we play? <laughs> no, you know It's we'll a little complicated. Right. So it's... we might need to do this another time. No, come on. <laughs> All right, so, Casey, if you could just reveal a few of the prizes, maybe that'll uh, eat up a little bit of time as to the things that we're going to be giving away this morning. Yes. I'm already good at this game. We have... <laughs> no. We have a pair. We have pairs of passes to see uh, Dizzy's Jungle Cruise, and that's going to be next Wednesday. Yep. We also have twenty-five dollar gift cards to Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, and we also have a bunch of cases of Kona Spiked Island Seltzer wow. Variety Pack. So okay. that's awesome. Yeah. All right, and we have so much <clears throat> of this to give away that we're playing yes or no, and the. <laughs> The concept of the game is you get paired up with one of us on the show. We have written down. Uh, does each of us have two pieces of paper? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I saved mine, so it might have some stains on them. But okay, so two, I'm not going to ask you about the stains. So uh, two, two answers. Each pa- piece of paper has one that says yes and one that says no. We'll hold it up as we ask you to identify, and you're just going to have to trust us on this. We'll hold this up in the uh, in the studio, and if you guess correctly, yes or no, 
then you win the prize. There's a lot more strategy involved in this game than you would think. Is there? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's start. This is just we need. We have tons of stuff to give away. We got movie we gotta passes. Move we got beer, and we have passes from Wilson's Secret Sauce. So let's go to the phones and let's get started. And what sucks about this is our our phone screeners, Connor and Nick Murphy. Have to work lightning fast because this moves so quickly. So we're going to do our well, best. Marcus here. Marcus could do it too. Can we get three people on board? I do, listen. I, yeah, we're yeah. we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's start with Blake. Hey, Blake, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Blake. We're going to play yes or no. Case, why don't we have you be the first person to hold up a yes or no? So talk to Blake. All right, Blake. Simple, uh, simple question: Yes or no? I'm going to have to go with yes. Yeah! Yes, Casey's holding up a sign that says yes. And that means you win a prize. Hang on the line. Here's what we got for you. All right, Blake, you have won yourself a $25 gift card to Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue on Route 1, a.k.a. Township Line Road in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. By the way, Steve, I have a question for you. Sure. I I, I went and I had another uh, impossible cheesesteak sandwich. And uh, tell me if I... I don't know if I can say this correctly. I got some meat stuck in my meat tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's not meat. You're right. Right. No. So How I about know, that? What would that be? Your, your my impossible uh, tooth? Impossible yeah. tooth. Okay. I wasn't sure. But I got it out. Thank yeah. you. Oh, in case okay. you were wondering. I saw you so. working it out there with a the card. I used my, uh, <laughs> used my laminate. <laughs> What's your like, go-to? My key pass. What? For if, like if you get a meat tooth. Do you, if it, I'm wearing my laminate, yeah. it's yeah. that. But okay. if not, usually like... I'll a jigsaw? No. I'll, I'll find a piece of paper. <laughs> yes. And I'll fold it up once to make it a little more rigid. That's what I do, yeah. And I'll... I do that. Okay. I, go with the way I have flossers. It. You have flossers? I always have flossers. I don't have on flossers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get another caller. Steve, you're going to go up with this one. This is Phil on the line. Hey, Phil. Hey, how we doing? Wonderful. We're All playing right. yes or no. Phil, just listen to me when I say there's no way you're going to get this. All right. Yes or no? I'm going to go with no. Yes, that is correct, Phil. You're a winner, and here's what we got for you. All right, for you, Phil, we have a $25 gift card to Wilson Secret Sauce Barbecue on Township Line Road in Upper Darby, PA. Excellent. All right, let's get our next caller up. They're going to play with Nick. We have Sam here. Hey, Sam, good morning. Good morning. All right, Sam, you ready to play? I am. Pressure's on. All right, Sam. And I like girl Sams. Me too. Yeah, so do I. Yep. Yeah, all right, Sam. We had, a, we had a girl Sam on yesterday. We, we did. did. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's uh, the week of the girl Sams. Sam yeah. week on the President's Sam Sam I like uh, guy Sams. I'm going to let that marinate for a <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Just let it kind of Big fan of man Sams. What you little fella? <laughs> all right, Sam. Yes or no? Yes. You got it. God, you guys are on fire today. 100% right now. Because right. that could go one of two ways. Sam, hang on. Here's what we got for you. For you, Sam, we have Kona Spiked Island Seltzer Variety Pack. Now, this is beer made with a passion, quality, 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 quality. All right. And a whole lot of Hawaii. It's Liquid Aloha from Kona Brewing Company. Enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap and Kona Seltzers at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick with indoor and outdoor dining, a beautiful patio, picturesque golf view courses. No, golf course views. <laughs> golf and, view course. And, shush. And a great event space. Visit CreeksideSportsBar.com. Now, I don't know if you know this, but these courses are golf view. <laughs> yes. So uh, as you're eeping, yes. you can enjoy them. All right, we're going to go next to John. Good morning, John. 
What's up, fellas? Yo, bud, we're playing yes or no. You get to play with me. You ready, my man? You got it. I am holding yep. it up. Is it yes or no, John? That's a hard no. Yeah! Yeah! Dude! They're killing it today. Uh, Wow. I love this strategy, though. Did you hear how he played it? Uh Yes. He he picked one. (laughs) He did. That's a a bold move, Cotton. All right, what do we have here, Case? All right, we get to do this again, guys. Kona Spike Seltzer. Um, well, I messed it up again golf already. You. Uh, <laughs> golf you, Island Variety Pack, beer made with passion, quality, and a whole lot of Hawaii. It's Liquid Aloha from Kona Brewing Company. Enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap. And Kona Seltzer's at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick with indoor and outdoor dining, a beautiful patio, picturesque golf course views, and a great event space. Visit CreeksideSportsBar.com. So you notice how our own Nick Murphy is chipping in to help as well to get this done. Yes. Oh, man. It's All right. a lot of product to move, but we're moving product. We're going to go next to Lisa. Hi there, Lisa. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, Lisa. All right, so Casey is going to play along with you. All right, Lisa, work with me on this one. Is it yes or no? I'm going to have to go with yes. Yeah! 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 By the way, we have video proof that we are actually yeah. holding up these signs, and these people are nailing it. That's yeah. five in a row, man. I mean, think of the odds. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be sexist, but I think we're doing better without the women around. Oh, you know, I like didn't this, even this think game? about that. Yeah, yeah. I think we're well, doing... Well, we've stopped cycling together. Did you notice that? <laughs> I yeah. did notice Once that. they left, yeah. yeah. All right, what do we have for Lisa? All right, Lisa, we have a $25 gift card to Wilson's Secret Sauce and Barbecue in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Ooh, All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Aiden next. Hi, Aiden. Good morning. <laughs> uh, no, that was Casey's. Oot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's what that was. All right. So, Aiden, the game is called Yes or No. You have two answers, and Steve is holding up. Steve, you want to give him the vibes? All right. So, Aiden. I'm going to go with yes. Oh, you didn't oh, listen to Steve. Aiden. In- you should have let me finish oh, the question no. because sometimes... There's a clue in the way I ask the question. Sorry, Aiden. You're our first loser. Thank you. We appreciate that. Oh, sad. sad. All right. We're going to go next to... Oh, my God. A guy named Dalton is on the line. Oh, baby. Hey, Dalton. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good. Love you guys. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. So thought you'd be bigger. (laughs) We're going to... I know. You've never heard that before, have you? I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> it's from Roadhouse. Just in case you didn't. That's how I got my name. Ah, from Roadhouse. You really named that after the movie Roadhouse. My mom thought he was a hot fella and she totally <laughs> named me after Dude, that's oh that's God. pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I hope you win. All right, well, you're playing with another hot fella, Nick McElwain. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Dalton, <laughs> team hot fella. <laughs> Positive vibes only. Dalton, yes or no? I'm going to go with a heavy yes. Yeah! <laughs> You are correct, sir. All right, Dalton, here's what we got for you. All right, here you Mijo. go. Miho. <laughs> Miho. You have a $25 gift card to Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue in Upper Darby, PA, Township Line Road, home of the greatest brief brisket I've ever had. Brief biscuit? I love brief brisket. Shut up. Is this actually made out of a briefcase? <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, it's uh, meatless. It's briefless. It's, yeah, and so instead of uh, impossible, they have briefcases. Shut up. Keep moving on. Move past this part. How much of this are you saying to yourself? <laughs> I'm saying it to you guys. Okay. Especially you, Miho. It's a rocky impression. That... <laughs> hey, Shut up. 
Why don't we take a five minute break? <laughs> I think we need one. That's how that's how compelling you know this what? game is. Do you think do you think the game's too taxing? Is yeah, like, I think that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. We're playing at a high level. Right. Well, why don't we take a five minute break? Yeah. All Ooh. right. So it's like, you know, the final points of Wimbledon. All, all right. right. Did we get it? We good? We good. Okay, so... We wet. All right, let's... <laughs> no, we're pretty damn... <laughs> we're going to go next to Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Matt. All right, it's you and me, pal. You ready to try this out? Absolutely. All right, let's see what you think. What am I holding up? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah! yeah! How you play. Damn. Nice work, Matt. Here's what we got for you. I think we only have like four of these left, but Matt, you got a $25 gift card to Wilson Secret Sauce Barbecue on Township Line Road in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. That's a beautiful thing. All right, we move over to another caller, and this one is Corinne. Hello there, Corinne. Hey, guys. Big brown Guatemalan nipples. Getting sucked on by all sorts of pebbles. That is correct. <laughs> How old is that, by it's the way? Ancient. Yeah. yeah. I, does that go back to Y100? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Corinne, you're playing with Casey. Okay, Corinne. All right. All right. Here we go. This is up to you. Is it yes or is it no? I'm going to go with yes. Oh, oh man. Oh. No. I had that, that thought she I had. No, I did too. All right, thank you, Corinne. That was incorrect. He was holding up a no. Uh, All right, we'll go next to Owen. Hey there, Owen. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, Owen. You get to play with Steve. How about that? Let's go. All right, Owen. I want you. To, I want you to win this. I want you to stay positive. Is it yes or no? Yes. Yeah! Yay! Let's go. You got it, Owen. Hang on. Wow, you won a twenty-five dollar Wilson. Se- Owen Wilson. Oh, my gosh. Wilson yeah. Secret Sauce Barbecue yeah. gift card on Township Line Road in Upper Darby. <laughs> wow. Delco. That's it. There Delco. Delco. In summation. Right. In summation, Delco. All right. How many do we do? We have left. Two? I think we only and have two Wilsons left. Kudos to these guys yeah. taking the calls and processing the winners. Oh, yeah. It moves really, really fast. 215-263-WMMR. We're playing yes or no. As long as the prizes last, uh, let's go over to Jason. Hi there, Jason. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Hi Grandma. Uh, well done. Well, you... your grandma is Nick. Here we go. Jason, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, man. Yes or no? I'm going to go with yes. Ah! Well done. All right, Jason. We got some Bev action for you. Yeah, we got some Kona Spiked Island Seltzer Variety Pack. Beer made with passion, quality, and a whole lot of Hawaii. It's liquid aloha from Kona Brewing Company. And enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap and Kona Seltzer at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick with indoor and outdoor dining, a beautiful patio, picturesque golf course views, and a great event space. Visit CreeksideSportsBar.com. Excellent. All right, another caller, and it's Mark who's going to play along with yours truly. Mark, how you doing, man? Mark? Mark, are you there, buddy? <clears throat> All right, we'll move on to another caller, and that will be Mario. Mario, good morning. Hey, Big Brown, <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not doing it again. All right, thank you, Mario. All right, I, you're going to play with me, Mario. I'm feeling good about this. What you got, yes or no? I'm going to go no. Oh, no. no. He's going. Damn it. Incorrect, sir. I was holding up a yes. All right. That means we move on to Casey. And we have listener Mike. Hey, Mike. 
How you doing? Wonderful, Mike. Uh, we are having you play with Casey. Yes or no? Two possible answers. All right, I'm just going random here, and I'm going to go with this one. Mike, I have no idea what we're going to do here. Yes or no? No. Yeah! He got it. Wow. And that means we have this for you, Mike. Mike, you have Kona Spiked Island Seltzer Variety Pack beer made with passion and quality and a whole lot of Hawaii liquid aloha from Kona Brewing Company. You can enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap at the Greekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick with indoor and outdoor dining, a beautiful patio, picturesque golf course views, and a great event space. Visit CreeksideBar.com. <laughs> nope, CreeksideSportsBar.com. All right. You go. Uh, let's let the let's let the phone lines build back up. We'll wow. give their our phone screeners a bit of a pause. We're too. moving product though, right? Uh, yeah, I think we moving, moved a lot. We're moving a lot of stuff. You know, what I can do I can do a shard out. Let's do that while uh, they recoup. Yep, exactly. Their fingers are are chafed. Yep, it moves very quickly because not only do they have to take the calls when we get winners, they then have to take the information, write them down on our prize sheets, right. and then inform the people on the line. Uh, how they get their uh, tickets or whatever they've won and all that stuff. So it's a it's a process. Also, like if you're taping this particular game, this would be a good time to flip the tape over so you can listen back to it later. Yes, right. you yeah. want to do that. Flip for the sure. cassette. Yes, flip now. All right. So I got this uh, email that says, "Hey, Presbo, been listening since the late '90s, uh, and turning the next generation on to Preston and Steven. I'd love a shout out to my little guy Quentin. He is three years old. Oh. He also calls him Q." He impersonates all of Steve's sound effects as Aww. best he can while we podcast. That's great. As a connoisseur of the barbecue, I thought you'd appreciate that he refers to my tongs as grill tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> and they will never be tongs again. Love you guys. Uh, you've been as essential to your listeners as the air we breathe. Aww. And it's from uh, Michael Damiani. So here's a shout out. And that goes out to his son, Quentin, who is three nice. years old. That's awesome. Love so. that. It's wild over the years when we've had a couple of different generations of a family listening to the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can I do a shout-out real quick as yeah. well? <laughs> sure. Uh, this is from my buddy Jim, who used to work over at the uh, Liberty Gas Station, Fritz's Liberty Gas Station near me. His son, if you recall, uh, we this guy for the yearbook created, and it never actually existed, the Lumberjack uh, Club. Yes. And so it never existed. Well, this was Jim's son. Oh, that's cool. And so his son uh, just had a baby uh, the other day. So congratulations to Jim Ford's son and uh, and his wife, Lizzie, on the birth of their first child, a daughter named Savannah. Excellent. All right, we're moving on, and we're playing yes or no. Casey, I think you went last, so Steve, you are up. We have Doug on the line. Hey, Doug, good morning. I love my family. I love my family. <laughs> Just like Gary. All right, Doug. I think you have the power to do this. Is it yes or no? Yes. Yes! Absolutely correct. And for your efforts, Doug, we got something free for you. Here we, we go. We got a Kona Spike uh, Island Seltzer Variety Pack. This is beer made with a passion, quality, and a whole lot of Hawaii. It's Liquid Aloha from Kona Brewing Company. Enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick with indoor and outdoor dining, a beautiful patio, golf course views, and a great event space. Visit CreeksideSportsBar.com. Up, Hi, Grandma. <laughs> up next is Wes. Hey there, Wes. Good morning. Morning, bud. All right, so we're going to set you up playing yes or no with Nick. How about it? You excited, Wes? I am very excited. Me too. Can't be happier, yep. Yeah, I feel the same way. All right, (laughs) Wes. Yes or no? Yes. Ah! Ah! Rock that like a champ. 
Wes, we got this for you. A $25 gift card to... Secret sauce <laughs> in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania on Township Line Dude, Road. Again, please. Yes. Well done! <laughs> That's terrific. I love it. All right, over next to Derek. Hey, Derek, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up? Never got through with you guys before. Pretty cool. Here oh, you go, nice. Lo, so don't screw it up. Excellent. All right, Derek, I, you're playing with me. I'm holding up a sign. It either says yes or no on it. What do you think? Uh, yes. Oh, sorry, Derek. I was holding up a Derek. nobody. All right, we'll get you back on another time. All right. Sorry that, too. Your first call was a disappointment. Oh, but mm-hmm. um, I thought he was going to get it. He, he just seemed to have that vibe. All right. Well, we have uh, Steve up next. Hey, Steve, how you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. You're going to play with Casey. You all set? Yes, I am. Oh, yes, you are. Well, then here you go, Steve. We yes or no. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, you are. Yes, you have to be. Yes, I think you're yes. <laughs> well, yes, or no. Well, that's a yes thing you're saying about the band, yes. Yeah. All right, Steve, you have won yourself a our final $25 gift card to Secret Sauce in uh, Upper Darby. It's on Township Line Road, home of the best beef brisket I've ever had in my life. Well and done. don't forget to, to try Marcus's new sandwich that he has uh, helped develop with uh, Steve and Kelly. Uh, it is, uh, it's pulled pork rubbed with a secret blend of seasoning and then topped with some creme fraiche. Uh, creme. And the uh, proceeds, all proceeds from that sandwich through the end of July will benefit the American Cancer Society. You're a crumb creep. That too. Alright. <laughs> Let's go over to our next contestant. It's Luke. Hey, Luke. Get away from me. <laughs> yes. Get away from that me. That actually yes. sounded pretty solid. La, 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 Luke. Luke. Okay, so, so you get to play with Steve, Luke. All right. Great. You ready, Luke? Yes, Is sir. the answer yes or no? The answer would be yes. Yeah! <laughs> Luke got it. Do you even have a no over there, I Steve? I've used a no a couple <laughs> have times. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Casey, what do we got for? Oh, Luke, we have a pair of passes to see Disney's Jungle Cruise on Wednesday, July 28th at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. This is inspired by the famous Disneyland theme park ride. It stars Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, and Emily Blunt in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on July 30th. Click contest at WMMR.com for another chance to win. Do it. All right, next up is Steve. Hey there, Steve. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Good morning. Gadzooks, good morning to you. We're playing possibly our most difficult game we have. It's hard because there's so many different ways to play it. You get to play with Nick. It's yes or no. All right, Steve, here we go. Once again, yes or no? Yes. (laughs) I love it. We are giving everything away here. Case, what do we have for Steve? A Kona Spiked Seltzer Island Seltzer Variety Pack Seltzer. Made, beer made with a passion, quality, and a whole lot of Hawaii. It's liquid aloha from Kona. Yeah. Kona Brewing Company. Enjoy Kona's right. big wave on tap at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick. Let's just do the fu- the people we have left on hold. Okay, right, that's then, it. And then we'll wrap, okay? so uh, I got let- one case of uh, Kona left and lots of jungle cruises. Okay, so we have three callers left. Uh, we will go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good morning, it. Good, Good morning, morning it, Kevin. All right, it's you and me, buddy. You ready? Sounds good, Press. Let's see if you can get this correct. Is it yes? 
or is it no? It is yes. It is, oh! it is yes. All right, Kevin. Man. I think we got that last case for him. Yep, it is a case. Uh, it's the Kona Spiked Island Seltzer Variety Pack, and it is a beer made with passion, quality, and a whole lot of Hawaii. It's Liquid Aloha <laughs> from Kona Brewing Company. It sounded like you said a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to play right. that back. Let's a check that. A whole lot of Hawaii. A whole lot. And you, you can enjoy. And if you do, you can enjoy Kona's Big Wave on tap at Creekside Sports Bar and Grill in Limerick. That is from a movie. Um, uh, it's with uh, indoor and outdoor dining and a beautiful patio and beautiful golf course views. Go to CreeksideSportsBar.com. And if you do... <laughs> I love it. All right, so two more, and let's go to Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right, Andrew. <laughs> I, I had a mouthful of water, dude. He's had a mouthful of water. He went... Uh, Andrew, you get to play with Steve. Let's go, Steve. All right. Might be time for a changeup. I don't know. You have to play it the way you feel it. Andrew, is it yes or no? My mind's telling me no. Yeah! <laughs> My body! My body keeps telling me that's right, Andrew. Here's what we got for you. <laughs> Andrew, I know you wanted to win some Kona, but instead you've got Disney Jungle Cruise passes on Wednesday, July 28th at 7 p.m. Uh, Preston skipped over me on this last one, so I didn't get to do my yes or no. Uh, is that, uh, by, I just realized that. I didn't get to do well, my... You, know, you, you start acting up and you get punished. You're right. I just got smacked on the nose with the newspaper. This is a, uh, a movie that has been inspired by Disneyland theme park ride, and it stars Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, and Emily Blunt. It's in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on July 30th. Click contest at WMMR.com for another chance to win. Okay, so we got time for one more. Nick? Yes, sir. Will you give up your turn so Casey won't be a little bitch for the rest of the day? <laughs> no. Because I accidentally skipped yes. over him. No, no, no. I didn't I do did. that on purpose. I know. I didn't say you did it on purpose. I said you skipped over me. I thought you said you got smacked on the nose or something. Well, I, well, I, I did. I, I was, said you're being punished. I was being punished, uh, so I got smacked on the nose. All right, we'll go to Joe then. <laughs> uh, Joe is with Nick. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Wonderful, Joe. You are our last contestant. You ready? Yep. All right, Joe. We're going to finish strong. We're going to finish positive. Yes or no? Yes. Holy God! That kind of play you don't see often. That's right. (laughs) How did he ever do it? How did he decide? Unbelievable. Uh, Here's what we have for Joe. Hey, we got pair passes to see Disney's Jungle Cruise. This is Wednesday at 7 at the UA King of Prussia. It's inspired by the Disneyland theme park ride. So go see it. Excellent. Yes or no? Uh, Thank you guys for playing. Thank you to Wilson's and Kona and uh, Jungle Cruise for supplying our prizes this morning. We had, as you see, we had a lot to give away. So. When we need to move product, that's a great game to go to. And it's a nail-biter. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in uh, just a moment. Don't forget, um, roughly a little over an hour from now, we're going to have Tim Robbins on. Uh, Right after that, Eli Roth. And right after that, William Shatner. So we have a cavalcade, a conga line of guests. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com, our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at Radio.com. All right, uh, real quick, before we get into anything, I had I want to do a shout-out, and then I have a really cool email I want to read to you guys. This first one is a birthday shout-out. It says, uh, hey, my name is Courtney. Uh, Hallowell. 
My mom's birthday is July 22nd. My mom, Stephanie, has been listening to your podcast for as long as I can remember. I don't even know if you guys do this. <laughs> but if you could wish her a happy birthday on Thursday, it would mean a lot. Thank you. And that's from Courtney. So we'll do a shout out, Courtney. It's what we do. And that is for your mom, Stephanie. So happy birthday to Stephanie Hallowell. And then this email, this is great. You guys are going to love this. Uh, it says, uh, hey, Preston, Steve, and all the crew, I'm writing to thank you for reading my son Tan, uh, Todd Del, uh, Del Sordo's email from February of 2015. He wrote to you asking for help finding a kidney for me. And I want to thank you for reading his email on the air. Because of that, I am celebrating six years today with a beautiful, healthy kidney transplant. My husband's cousin, Linda Lada, heard your email in California and was tested and donated her kidney to me. And I am forever grateful for my beautiful gift of life. And that is from Maureen Del Sordo. Heard it in California. Yeah. So I guess a podcast. So it's her husband's cousin, Linda. So I would assume she might be from this area. Yeah. And moved out to California and must podcast or stream us. And heard me read the email. I guess maybe it didn't trickle to that part of the the family. Uh, but heard me read the email from Todd. Found out, tested, was a match, and donated the kidney. And, you know, probably saved your life. That's a mind blower. That's fantastic. So, uh, Maureen, we appreciate the uh, uh, the email. We're very, very happy for you. Six years on. I know as a, as a, as a transplant, you know, organ recipient, um, you know, that... I believe it's a lifelong check on whether it, it takes, right? You know, because there's uh, you have to take uh, anti-rejection drugs right. and things like that and get tested. So kidneys ha- tend to do well. I'm happy to hear that uh, six years on, uh, she's still doing great. So I, that's I, wonderful. I was in the hospital uh, for just a, a procedure. You know, the achalasia thing, my my throat thing, a, a while ago. And uh, while I was there, somebody who was actually donating an organ, I never found out exactly what organ was being donated. I assumed it was a kidney, but um, the, the staff came out and they had this person and, and they were they, they were like basically cheering them on for their I mean it was it was an amazing thing to see about someone giving up their own body to help someone else live yeah and it was it was uh, something I won't forget yeah, that's cool hey uh, I think it's time to open up the store uh, the odd open up the odds and end stores yeah. general stores known around these parts yeah. just where everyone goes to get their pornography. <laughs> We have some right behind the counter here for I, I, you, sir. There's a Peter cut, and there's two guys back there doing things you don't want to know about. Hey, uh, Mister. I saw a few things on the shelves that are worth bringing down and uh, dusting off and uh, showing to you this morning. Um, there's a term called zaddy. Zaddy. That's being used lately. There's you, zombie and zaddy. How do you spell it? Z-A-D-D-Y. All right. I had not heard it, but then again, I'm not always up on everything. Is this a hipster word? Well, I don't know, but Dictionary.com has released an official definition with its latest round of revisions. Uh, The online vocabulary resource is adding several new slang terms, uh, including asshat. Asshat's a good one. Yep, S-show. Yeah. And snack. But snack, meaning in a slang term, is a sexy and physically attractive person, a hottie, a snack. I'll just have a snack. Well, so, yeah, that would fall into the... Like, thirst trap has become, uh, you know, thirsty has become... Uh, thirsty, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, Casey mentions that from time to time. Right. When somebody's posting something on online and, and they're looking for comments or right. praise, they're thirsty. You know, you see a lot of that after they break up. 
you'll see yes. all the uh, the thirsty pictures. It's crazy how quickly that happens like as within, well. It seems like it's within seconds. Mm-hmm. All right, so they say, according to Dictionary.com, a zaddy is an attractive man who is also stylish, charming, and self-confident. Well, that's all of us. That's with yeah, the Preston and Steve show. A bunch of zaddies. Attractive man who is stylish, charming, and self-confident. Okay, maybe, so daddy... Not the stylish part, maybe, but... What is... So what is daddy? Is it a... Um, I don't know where the Z comes from. <clears throat> it's just sort of a, a joke. It's sort of an amalgamation of um, having some fun online. So literally, there was an entry that said, a zaddy is a, g- a guy you look at and you think, zam, zaddy. <laughs> and uh, immediately, you know, in your head, it's it's a, a zaddy and he's hot, but it's not... There's, Zad's eyes, there he's handsome. All right, now it goes on to say, uh, not to be confused with Silver Fox, which the website, which says, uh, describes as an attractive older person with gray or silver hair, especially a man. Uh, John Kelly. Am I a zaddy? No, you're a Silver Fox. Hmm. Yeah. I guess. Mirror, mirror. On the wall, who's the zaddiest of them all? (laughs) But maybe maybe Bill would be a zaddy, I think Bill, yeah, attractive, a stylish, guy. stylish, charming, and self confident. He's, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he is our zaddy. He's our zaddy. Yeah. Hi, zaddy. Uh, so John, I want you to touch me, zaddy. John Kelly, the managing editor of Dictionary. Dot com says the latest update to our dictionary uh, continues to mirror the world around us. Some other new additions uh, are long COVID. Long COVID. Okay, that's. I. I all right, let me guess. I believe this oh, it is... Doesn't have, it doesn't have the definition, so I don't know. But go ahead. Probably some people get COVID and get residual um, medical issues that stay with them for a long time. Okay. Maybe that's I, it. And I'm probably wrong on that. It's um, probably the female zaddy. Then there's 5G. Okay. Yes. That's um, a, 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 we have 4G currently in most of the areas. 5G is a higher speed uh, data stream. Uh, content warning. We know what that is. Oh yeah, and domestic terrorism. So those things that have been added to uh, dictionary. Domestic terrorism has yeah. been around for years. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so nonetheless, you may be a zaddy. You might be a silver fox. I don't know, but uh, nonetheless, huh. they have decided to be a zaddy than a domestic terrorist. To define it. All right, let's walk to another part of the department in the store here. Hey, Mister. Um, Get out of here, kid. You me. <laughs> we're going over to the music section. <clears throat> going over to the music section. Uh, after weeks. Of raging debate over the opening lyric to Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road. Yeah. The rock icon's longtime manager settled the matter definitively uh, over this past weekend. So the question is, is it to sway or to wave? As the screen door slams and Mary's dress sways or waves, right? That's correct, yes. Like the vision she dances across the porch. Let's the radio play. Let's listen to it here. And make up our mind. The screen door slams. Mary's dress waves. Mary, Mary's dress swaves or waves? It I, sways. I heard waves. I hear waves. Okay. I also hear Toy Dorbinson. What? Instead of Roy Orbison. Oh, okay. I mean, aren't there... All right, so when the album came out, were there I always thought it was with lyrics? I always thought it was waves. Okay. In my he- I always heard waves, but when you just played it now, I heard- because I know this battle is raging, I heard sways for the first time. Yeah, so I hear waves, but uh, Boss Nation was thrown into a tumult on July 3rd when New York Times writer Maggie Haberman tweeted the first line of the track. 
uh, after she went to see the Broadway show, and she wrote, a screen door slams, oh. Mary's dress sways. Now, I've got the answer here. Okay, so, don't, so, so do I. I okay, I so uh, are you looking up the liner notes? No, so did you... Do you, you want to recuse yourself? No, 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 I, I have to recuse right. myself because I know the answer. But on um, on iTunes, when you listen to a song, a lot of times they had like a little... Um, um, like a, ca- a, a caption bubble, yep. and if you hit that, the lyrics will come up as they're being sung. But that may not necessarily be correct. So you might not be right. There are there are lyric sites and so on that will, from time to time, get it wrong. Uh, so the only problem was that Bruce definitely sings that the dress in question waves, not sways, or does he? So the ensuring debate found its way to the subsequent Los Angeles Times article entitled "The Screen Door Slams Mary's Dress Sways." Well, what is waves it? or sways? An investigation of the boss's mysterious verb, which ran down to the fierce divide over which word the Rock Hall of Fame singer is one of his most in his most beloved songs. So the back and forth got so heated that little Stephen Van Zant even tweeted out, uh, and he wrote he wrote Oy vey, get this Bruce lyric crap out of my feed. <laughs> um, so as the L.A. Times noted, Bruce had printed the lyrics in the original album gatefold design, where they clearly state Mary's dress. Waves. Ah. Okay. So in oh. the first design, because that's always what I thought I heard. All right. With the CD booklet issue featuring the same line, which also appears in the official site and in his official songbook, Bruce Springsteen's Songs. As if that wasn't enough, on page 220 of Springsteen's Born to Run memoir, he wrote, The Screen Door Slams, Mary's Dress Sways. Okay. I'm complicated. And he wrote, That's a good opening line. Confusing things further, lyric sites, Genius.com and AZLyrics.com opt for sways, though the sites sometimes feature incorrect or misheard lyrics. And the Times pointed out that Sotheby's auctioned off Springsteen's handwritten lyrics to the song in 2019 for $62,500, in which the singer's cursive clearly reads, the screen door slams and... Annie's dress sways, or Anne dress sways. I guess he had changed the changed name, the lyrics. The name, yeah. It, it used to be Schmaves. Uh During <laughs> a VH1 storyteller recording in 2005, the paper reported that he read the lyrics aloud, and he almost certainly said sways. So it's written in the liner in the in the on the the album to say waves, it's but a he's song called Blunder Toad. But he's mm. saying sways. Okay. Uh, well. Even he apparently hasn't ever quite been sure of what it was. So eventually, Bruce's long-term, man, long-term, uh, long-time manager and former rock journalist John Landau settled the matter in the New Yorker. He said the word is sways. He explained that's the way he wrote it in his original notebooks. That's the way he sang it on Born to Run in 1975. That's the way he has always sung it at a th- at thousands of shows, and that's the way he sings it right now on Broadway. Any typos in official Bruce material will be corrected. Um, so you think of it like a flag waving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought of a dress waving. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. But I think of swaying, I think of someone rocking back and forth Moving. slowly. Yeah. So. I think so that's why I assumed the dress was waving. You but, know where one of the original playings of that song was? Uh, was was, besides here on MMR was at the main point in uh it's now a, a furniture consignment store on 30 but uh, I think MMR broadcast that show so um hmm. radio broadcast in Philadelphia area and uh Bruce debuted it in 19 early early 1975 It's great to be here at the furniture consignment <laughs> store <laughs> yeah where you can get some great deals on end tables there's a coffee table over there that has my name on it. Uh, Kevin Gunn can tell you all about this. Yeah, I'm sure. He, he's a big expert. Didn't he write a book on me? 
Uh, he wrote a book on the Beatles. On the Beatles. Yeah, but he knows just as much about Bruce. Um, and and in fact, they, they, he comes in to talk with furniture at reasonable price. <laughs> when uh, Pierre plays the original version of the song, which is called uh, "Wings and Wheels," or was it "Wings on Wheels"? I'm not sure. Cause wings he, for wheels. Wings for wheels. We got to yeah. trade on these Tell these wings for wheels. Wingy. It's called Wings to Go. Okay, I give up. <laughs> it's hard to finish sentences sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when Bruce is in the room. Yeah. Um, but that's the original version that he that he sang on WMMR, I believe it, or it might have been at that club. Nick. Yeah, the main point. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it agitate a little bit? Bruce really legitimately has a connection to the station, and there hasn't been a lot of uh, yes, it, crooks. It, it actually a lot. Now it has. Look at how Bon Jovi steps up all the time. It hasn't diminished my love for Bruce. No. But it's disappointing. I'm not going to share any of uh, Wilson's uh, secret sauce. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not even the impossible no. cheesesteak. No, wow. he, Bruce doesn't get it. Um, yeah, I, it's it's uh, it's very disappointing. I think. Uh, well, you hear the history as you guys yeah, are just relaying, and you know Kevin Gunn, and then the history of the of, of earlier versions of stuff, and it's it's essential for uh, an integral part of Bruce's history, and he just doesn't seem to want to communicate I, with the station. I would love to just. Have Pierre interview him. That's yes. what I'd love to hear. I, I don't even want to do it. I, I I would be honored to to conduct an interview with Bruce right. Springsteen. It would be a huge get. But Let I Pierre think, do it. I think it deserves to be Pierre Robert if anybody were to speak to or Jackie him here. Is he oh, waves his sleigh? <laughs> that would not, <laughs> not go well. Is he kayak or, or kayak? Or, you ever used the word kayak in your songs? <laughs> oh my god! That's a uh, Eskimos use those. What? No. No, it's an igloo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I glue? <laughs> you know that Eskimos rub their noses to kiss. <laughs> How did we get what, on Eskimos? What, what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> talking about Thunder Road. <laughs> you know what? My uncle told me that Eskimos are real. They are real. They are real. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It's like a Yeti? <laughs> okay. Anyhow, uh, so it's... Here, let's... Oh man! Huh? Play, play the beginning of the uh, actual, not yeah. just that. Does this have the the first line in it, Case? It do. All right, because I want to hear. I want to hear now with my mind hearing sway. Open. It's like Laurel and Yanni. Hang on a second. A great comedy duo. <laughs> so sways, not waves. Let's try to hear it that way. And nobody say no. anything. Screen door slams. Mary's dress waves. Okay, uh, sways. I heard sways. I hear sways. But, yeah. but I hear the V in waves. Okay. Roadhouse opens. Patrick sways. <laughs> I heard Swayze. I didn't hear the E. Like part. a bouncer, he dances across the floor as he ejects the drunks. <laughs> it's the double deuce on a Friday, and you're gonna have a good time. You. <laughs> you. All right. Uh, let's go somewhere else uh, okay. in the store. We have uh, we got so much inventory. Well, I think we solved that at least, and I mean, so much stock to go through here. Uh, let's talk about sex, mm, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about. All right, uh, we will talk about uh, sleep and getting naps. Um, it can be tempting to take a nap in the middle of the day. You're a 
You're a napper. I'm an everyday napper now. I was I, not. I, I, I cannot. I was. I resisted it for years, and now I embrace my napitude. God bless you. I wish I could. I cannot. When wait? When did this start? I, I knew that you were napping on Fridays. Uh, uh it's been a long time. No been kidding. A while. Yeah. I'll so for you, man. I try to catch. Um, I set the timer for 40 minutes because I want to get a 30 minute nap, and I never know how many minutes it's going to take me to fall asleep. So right. I set it for about 40 minutes, but. Here's data from Dr. Rebecca Robbins, a sleep expert. Uh, data shows that napping can be good for you, but it should be a suitable for it shouldn't be suitable for a full night's sleep. She says the perfect nap time is ten to twenty minutes long. That's right. how long mine lasts. Really, it's always twenty minutes, and I don't need to set an alarm. It's it's pretty good for uh, you. Regular and uh, it's would you usually... say you wake up refreshed? Yeah, do. when I don't wake up refreshed is when I nap longer than that. When I allow the nap mm-hmm. to go like an hour or two, it messes me up. But yeah. I take a twenty minute nap. Um, it, it's usually like two two thirty in the afternoon. Mike you know, gets me through, and then I, and then I'm good until you know nine thirty ten o'clock at night. Doctor Mike has actually said, and uh, he's told me that that. Um long naps during the day can actually be detrimental to your yeah, health. Yeah, they totally mess me up. And I, yeah. I shift back and forth between meditating and napping, and sometimes the meditation turns into a nap, Yeah, yeah. Un- and that's not voluntary. I just go f- right from meditation it's into... It's napitation. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's meditating, and then I realize... I'm no longer meditating. I'm, sleep- I'm sleeping. Yeah. Do you nap more, uh, like, laying down or sitting up? Uh, laying down. Okay. Yeah. Driving. I mean, I like, th- sitting up I... in a, like, recliner. Or, you know. um, I, I don't... I don't sleep well that way. I have a hard time falling asleep like that. That's why plane rides are very, very difficult for me to get any rest on. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I'm not good at napping at all. I, I will do the meditation that Dr. Rosenpenis gave me, and I'll, I'll relax and, and do that. But um, to get a real restful nap, um, I, it just doesn't work for me. I'm a world-class napper. Uh, the ideal time to nap in the day is between 2 and 4 p.m., uh, and you should not nap if you suffer from insomnia. <laughs> And you should, you'll get the, the highest benefits from napping if you do so at the same time each day. You'll even learn to fall asleep more quickly and to wake up without an alarm. Like well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm trying desperately to, to do better with sleep because I do suffer from insomnia. And it's, you know, the, it's a really awful cycle to get in because you don't sleep at night and then you, you can't fall. You can't stay awake during the day. It's horrible. I've had moments in my life or bouts, protracted, not extensive, uh, where you can't fall asleep. I know this is the God's honest truth. The sleep number bed has been a sort of a revelation, yeah, I, I need and it. I and I do honestly get a, uh, a, a that full night sleep, as they say in the commercial. It's the, it's the truth, and that's that's a joy when you know you're going to go to sleep pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, if I, if I want a nap like short, I cannot go to my bed because that will turn <laughs> into a sleep. Yeah, uh, but I, I yesterday I accidentally. Nap for two straight hours. You know, it's a kind of a good yeah. way if you want to go go into your closet and get what yeah. one of your coats on the coat hanger. Yeah, while it's still in the hanger, put your arms through the sleeves yeah. and then just hang there. You got to make sure it's a nice sturdy wooden right. hanger. So right. you yeah. accidentally yeah. took a two hour nap yesterday, dude. It was it was what so, time of day? It was like a little bit after two o'clock. So here's the the problem is when I got home from work and lunch, I was exhausted. So was work. I. But the plan was for me to go and mow the lawn. So I had to get a mow the lawn. Well, I was sitting down, going to the bathroom, and the plan was to go mow the lawn immediately after that. And while I was sitting down, going to the bathroom, it started pouring rain. Right. And so I couldn't mow the lawn. And I was like, oh, man, what do I do? So I sat down on my recliner, and then I woke up at 4.30, and, uh, and two, two hours, hours. had passed. Oh, God, yeah. that, that, I, would be, I would be absolutely useless. It'd be like I, 
not that I've ever been high, but I assume that's what being high would be like. If I come out of a of a if in the rare occasions that I've managed to fall asleep during the day. Well, so uh, I got up. So here's the issue: I was supposed to meet somebody for uh, to deliver a uh, cycling jersey to him. Yeah. I was supposed to meet him at four o'clock, and I woke up at four thirty. And so then I Oops. felt tired. Yeah, I know, I know. So I, I emailed him, got his I'm number, got his it for you. Well, I don't oh, know. <laughs> Sorry, Rambo. I want to ride on your team, and I was waiting for my jersey, but you never showed That's right, up. It sticks. <laughs> okay, Springfield boy, I'm coming for you. No, I came to you. I got your address, and I went to your house, and I dropped it oh, off. But that I thought <laughs> that street screwed up, did I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was still productive when I got home. I still I mowed the lawn. And I got some stuff done I around the house. The <laughs> I mopped the lawn. <laughs> no, I did mop the uh, laundry room floor though. Uh, so I was a little I was a little tired. I mopped the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> You know, throw it with a bucket. Uh. <laughs> By the way, I saw Casey's uh, boyhood home yesterday. Oh, can I see the picture? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hang on a second. This will be just for us here in the studio, but yeah, I'll show you. I, I had Casey pose. You know what you do, Casey, is get a full-size two-story scrim. That's the picture of your house. Right. And put it in front of your current house. No, but uh, Press was saying what he wanted to do, wants to do. Yes. And Okay, yeah. I had a great idea. So as we're at Nifty Fifties, Casey is pointing out. Oh, wow! Yeah, the nice. I see. Yeah, nice yeah. So it's a, it's a classic style house. Yeah, but oh, Nifty Fifties. Yeah, is right. That is, and that, when we sat down, I go, dude, this is my hood. Yeah. This, this is he's where like, I grew he's up. Like that's like, where his patch chili dogs used to be. That's where the last stand used to be. Charlie's used to be over there. This was a the the this Wawa wasn't here. Right. Uh, that CVS used to be. Blah blah blah. This is where we used to play. Uh, you know, baseball. Blah blah. He was pointing it all out. And I'm like, well, you got to drive me by your house. How far away is this? Like, you know, less than a mile. So we drove. As we're driving, <laughs> he's pointing out the window. We're in a different car, and he's just pointing to stuff. I don't even know what the hell he's pointing at. And I saw a baseball field. I'm like, well, I guess he used to play baseball there. He was an all-star baseball player at that field. And then the best part is he stops, gets out of the car. <laughs> Hang on. Has mom, me turn, get mom, out of the turn, car. Turn the radio off, Mom. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Turn the radio off, Mom. He goes... You see that foot? You see that footbridge over there? He goes, "That's where I got my first Hummer, right there." <laughs> and then he goes on to tell me the full story of why he didn't get to finish it and all this other. And and he's just the love out that everything. dare not speak I, his name. I think now that we're entering uh, in being in close uh, connection with others, a little bit easier now because post COVID or getting to post COVID, that we should get one of those uh, types of vans that people take on, you know, for a, uh, a bachelor party or something like that. A small van that can fit, I don't know, 15, 20 people with a microphone and a speaker <laughs> and have Casey give a tour. Better. We'll, we'll put some beers in there and have Casey give a, a tour of his uh, childhood area. Preston, the, du- the double-decker bus. Yeah. So they, yeah, they, like, we like, have like, those, Like right? the TMZ, absolutely. So you can stand up there and point and do the whole thing and get the uh, the whole story. Yeah. Because, man. And Let me ask you, because that house, yeah. it, quaint is a perfect word. Yeah. How many people are in that house at the, at the there's, height? There's six of us. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, and I mean, at the height of it, six people, three dogs. Uh, Gerbil and a hamster. <laughs> no, and a bird. Okay, wow. <laughs> you guys had a bird? Yeah, we had a cockatiel. Bird. Yeah, bird. Yeah, we also had a bird. bird. We had a love bird. Bird. That was Kirby, and then we had Fribble. Uh, Kirby and Fribble? Yeah. Uh, there was my sister. What's Fribble. Fribble was friendly nibble, and there was nothing friendly about that friggin' nibble. That thing, if you bit you, it hurt. Do you ever get bitten by a bird? Uh, yes. Yeah. It hurts. 
a lot. Yeah, the lovebird hurt more. All right. So anyway, we may do a um, uh, a Casey tour down the road, like uh, the TMZ tour when you yeah. go to uh, L.A. Casey's Delco excursion. I love it. <laughs> All right, one more thing on the, in the uh, in the general store, if you don't mind. I think we can grab one more item to uh, check on. Uh, how about this? Let's go into the entertainment uh, department here. Video games. Uh, We're going to buy some entertainment. Uh, Netflix is looking to add video games to its streaming library over the next year. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't already. Yeah. Uh, Bloomberg reports the games will be available on the platform at no extra cost to the standard subscription price. So you can play a whole array of games on Apple TV, and there's a whole bunch of um, subscription games uh, like Steam as uh, you know, a service is very popular. Uh, yeah, but we how have do you that. play? Like, you, do you, it you, doesn't have a joystick? You, uh, well, yeah. Or you, is yeah. your phone the joystick? Well, yeah. Well, you can you can play actually with a um, <clears throat> you can play with an Apple remote. You can play a lot of the games now, even for your phone. Will accept an Xbox controller or a uh, yeah yeah. You can you can if it so has on your a, laptop. If I have Steam, I could get a uh, I could get. Uh, 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 controller that would, hand that would plug into yep. the uh, the USB. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's All the right. holdup in thus far, uh, Steve? You probably know better than I do, but of of literally having more streaming services like uh, Netflix j- exclusively for video games. Um, you know, I is I, it I, volume of data involved in the game itself? Nick or? Murphy might know more about this, but I would I would say I would say this is that they're trying to reconcile a couple of things. Uh, they've they've really been going to, for a complete cross platform gaming environment where if you get on a PlayStation you can play some on on an Xbox and there there are little hints of that it's been a while so correct me if I'm if I'm off base a little bit I'm sorry but also there's another thing is that in in the gaming world still the physical media is is um the discs are tradable and 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 yeah. and they I and they're even working on structures and again I would defer to Nick Murphy but that, though that allow you to purchase a game and then trade it in and so on and so forth so I think that's the wonky nature of it. Hmm. I I don't know, you know what the stall is, but listen, it's so look look at how big the uh, two major console releases in the past year, right? And, and they, they you know mm-hmm. they they took off, but still, you know, there's no definitive across platform system. So with the addition, and these wouldn't be uh, any additional subscription price. Uh, the move could make it easier for Netflix to justify price increases in the coming years. Uh, Netflix has also confirmed that it's recently hired Mike Verdu, a former executive. The chicken guy. Electronic Arts. No, not Purdue. Verdu. Oh. <laughs> uh, the successful video game company who will presumably lead the expansion into games. So that's Electronic Arts. That's the best. That's huge. Know? Yeah, so um, there's a, there are a lot of good streaming games. There are a lot of downloadable games. Um, and I, you know, I, enjoy, I just don't get the time to do them as often as I'd like. Preston, I know you know this. You right. used to game a lot more. Yeah. So games you can jump in and out of quickly are fun. Steve, yeah. Some people are saying, Steve, that it's about the lag. Uh, we're getting some text saying that it'd just be too too much lag if it were over streaming or currently. If That's it were an issue. Yeah. But there are games that are, that are, that are literally, you know, people download and play online. All okay. the, like, like the Grand Theft Auto, I think the most recent version or Las Vegas, I think is a is a is a streaming game only. I, I'm 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 pretty sure. So and then ne- then again, I'm completely not sure. So Netflix is uh, is going to get into that over the uh, uh, the next year or so. So they'll be up to that. Interesting. All right, we should take a break. Uh, so thank you for stopping Bye, by. Thanks for stopping by. That that was a good uh, trip over to the store. Learned about Bruce Springsteen and uh, video games. 
And we do appreciate your patronage. Right. Yeah. All right, so why don't we take ourselves a break and, again, remind you as we are taking a break, stop by Wilson Secret Sauce, 265 East Township Line Road in Upper Darby. Over there. Indoor and outdoor seating, takeout, and they can help you with all your catering needs. And make sure you try... Uh, we the signature sandwich. It's the gear shifter. Yeah, and Marcus came up with the recipe: pork rubbed with a secret blend of seasoning and topped with creme fraiche. And the proceeds are going to go to the American Cancer Society and Team WMMR. So, Great. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Want to see something funny, uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch the Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Let's tiptoe through the world of the bizarre. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, we'll begin with, uh, we'll begin with a, well, how about the sponsor? Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Recruiting for a vitiligo study to test an investigational treatment. Adults 18 75 can register. Reimbursement may be available. And for more information, go to Plymouth Meeting at Dermatology.com. All right, this is a terrible story, but actually there's a few of them lately. Um, officials are investigating a hiker's death on the Grand Canyon's Bright Angel Trail just days after another deadly incident. Oh, man. On Monday, a caller reported a medical emergency involving a hiker who did not have a pulse. Bystanders started CPR on the victim, identified as a 56-year-old man until personnel showed up and continued resuscitation efforts. Uh, the victim was reportedly returning from a day trip to Plateau Point when he became unresponsive. An investigation into his death is underway, and a medical examiner will determine the cause of death. Now, just days prior... Another hiker died on the same trail. Rodney Hatfield, who was 44, found unresponsive and in the same Jeez. area during a multi-day hike. Uh, multiple other hikers have died of the Grand Canyon this summer with heat exposure believed to have played a part in at least a couple of those incidents. And actually, hang on. I have this unedited story that I just printed up a few minutes ago. Another one? Four people were injured in a lightning strike at Grand Canyon oh. National Park. We need to fill that thing up. <laughs> uh, multiple people were struck by lightning at the Bright Angel Trailhead at about 2.50 p.m. on Tuesday. A 30-year-old man, 28-year-old woman were found unresponsive, but the man regained consciousness on his own. CPR and advanced life-saving interventions were performed on the woman, and she regained a pulse before being taken to the hospital. Um, so at least two other patients took themselves to the Grand Canyon Clinic for treatment of lightning splash injuries. I've never heard of that term before. Lightning splash. Lightning splash injuries. Sounds like Uh, the worst uh, fun park in the world. Yeah, the National Park Service reminds visitors to the park that if the sound of thunder follows a lightning flash within 30 seconds or less, they should seek shelter in a building or vehicle. In the Grand Canyon? Or proceed to the nearest bus stop uh, to get on a park shuttle. So, wow. Jeez. Uh, lightning can strike two points up to 10 miles apart at the same time. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. And actually, I have another. These are bad stories, but uh, just a warning if you're headed hiking. A Utah man fell to his death over the weekend while climbing above a waterfall with his fiance's nine-year-old son. Oh. The boy wasn't injured. He hiked down Bridal Veil Falls on his own. Uh, the man was identified as Adrian Van Curlis. Uh, the authorities were alerted to the missing pair by the boy's mother, who told the sheriff's office Saturday night uh, she could see her son crying, apparently, while he was still at the canyon, but her fiancé wasn't with him. The boy later told authorities he didn't see him fall, and the sheriff's office said the man wasn't clear if, if he slipped on a loose rock or stumbled. Uh, search and rescue team found his body on a vertical slope at an elevation of 5,800 feet. 
uh, and they recovered it on Sunday morning. So it's it can be very dangerous. Uh, so you should be careful. You know, and in fact, hang on, I have another story. Another one? Well, not a death, but it, it ties into uh, hiking and Just being, stay inside. And being careful. So listen to this. Hikers uh, looking to summit Scotland's highest mountain and other peaks in the area are being set sent up potentially fatal routes by Google Maps. Uh, this is according to the region's mountaineering organization. They're Googling the mountain trails? Well, yeah. So yeah. the deal is they... Um, well, I'll explain. All so right. the John Muir Trust said Thursday that growing numbers of people using Google Maps to navigate up Ben Nevins, which is the, the mountain, risk being uh, directed via a route that is highly dangerous even for experienced climbers. Uh, ben Nevis is a popular tourist destination. It's the highest mountain in the British Isles. Although thousands summit it annually, climbing the peak is not without its risks, and deaths have been recorded on the mountain as recently as this year. The problem is that Google Maps directs some visitors to the Upper Falls car park, presumably because it's the closest one to the summit. Uh, but this is not the correct route, and they often come across groups of inexperienced walkers headed towards uh, Steel Falls or up the south slopes of Ben Nevis, believing that it is the route to summit. Mountaineering Scotland also warned that the route suggested by Google Maps was potentially fatal. So people who are novice hikers right. just want to go and walk around. Right. And they're, they're being, being led up. they're being sent to the wrong place oh, where the where even the professionals you would don't want to go there. there. Yeah. yeah. So they said even the most experienced mountaineer would have difficulty following this route. The line goes through very steep, rocky, and pathless terrain where even in good visibility, it would be challenging to find a safe line. Not rocky. And in low cloud and rain, and the suggested... the morning to you. The suggested, <laughs> the suggested Google line uh, is potentially... La, 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 la. Are you yodeling? <laughs> yeah. Okay. As if my tongue doesn't move that fast. Yeah. Uh, la, la, la. I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> hey there, Heidi. <laughs> All right, so, uh, or you're wearing a kilt. Kilt. I got you a dress. I'm sorry. I thought I was thinking the Alps. All right, so you need to be careful if you're going hiking. Do your research before you head out. No, you're right. Because some serious things can happen. I think we saved some lives with this bizarre file. All right, how about this? An Indonesian man is reportedly facing arrest after disguising himself as his wife in order to board a flight. The man, who had been publicly identified only by the initials DW, boarded a domestic flight from Jakarta to Ternate while wearing a niqab that covered him from head to toe. All right. The disguise was intended to enable the man to fly even though he had reportedly tested positive for COVID-19. Bastard. His wife, however, tested negative, so he used her ID and uh, negative test results in order to board the plane. A flight attendant reportedly told authorities she saw DW go into the airplane bathroom and then come out wearing men's clothes instead of the, the niqab, uh-huh. which is a full-face veil with an opening for the eyes. Uh, she notified airport authorities who detained the passenger upon disembarking from the plane. On-site health officers immediately tested the man for COVID-19, and it came back positive. After that, the airport immediately contacted the COVID-19 handling task force team to evacuate the man while wearing personal protective equipment. And they took him to an ambulance to his house to self-isolate, where he'll be supervised by a task force. And once the self-isolation period is complete, uh, police have stated they intend to prosecute him for his crime. And that's all we have time for. All right. Because uh, we got some guests coming up in just a moment. So let's take a break. When we get back, we're going to go to Tim Robbins. Right after Tim Robbins, we go to Eli Roth. Right after we go to Eli Roth, we go to William Shatner. Oh, boy. Potentially. Yes. You will see how it goes. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
Preston's Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Just uh, letting you know that we're giving away our Word of the Week prize today. It's normally a Friday thing. Uh, we've got a, a day off tomorrow. So we're going to give it away today. And the bonus is you've only had to keep track of three letters for this word. And that word will get you front row tickets to see Jimmy Buffett on Thursday, August 12th. He's going to be playing the BB&T Pavilion. He's kind of his period's Eddie Vedder, right? Yeah, I guess so, maybe. Uh, if you want to think of it that way, sure, absolutely. Of course. Hey, uh, a mention, once again, Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue is here this morning. And uh, our buddy Marcus has created a sandwich with him. It's called the Gear Shifter. Pulled pork, rubbed with a secret blend of seasoning, top of the creme fraiche. Now, you go by Wilson's, you buy the sandwich, now to the end of July... Uh, all proceeds are going to go to the American Cancer Society. Of course, uh, Marcus Head's Team WMMR. Yes. And it is the biggest team in that event. It's pretty amazing. Casey does another great event called ben to, the Ben to Shore event, and his uh, uh, team is the uh, the Rock and Rollers. Yep. And they're working on getting the biggest team in that event. It's getting there. But Steve of Wilson Secret Sauce handed Casey a $500 check. Yeah. That's, oh how, that's how great they are, man. And their food's fantastic. I'm telling you, the Impossible Cheesesteak, the no-meat cheesesteak. Amazing. I'm blown away by yep. it. Blown away by it. It shouldn't be, but it is. But all the meat you want, they got too. Yeah. But if, you, if you're if you not into that, then you can, you can get that as well because it is fantastic. So thank you to Stephen Kelly for coming by this morning, serving that up to us. Our guest is on the line, our first of three that we have here. He's been in our studio before. It was such an exciting day. Great time. A long time ago when he came by here. Uh, but uh, we're happy to have him on once again. And he's promoting a project called We Live On, which is a live virtual production. And it's a series of shows. And we're going to get the nitty gritty from him. Please welcome Mr. Tim Robbins yeah. to the show. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. How are you doing? We're, we're doing good, man. Tim, I, I mentioned you, uh, you, know, you, you paid a visit here to the studio to refresh your memory, it was about that time that you were only doing haikus on Twitter, I think. <laughs> if you remember that. Yeah, oh, the good old days. <laughs> the, the good old haiku days. <laughs> Before all the hate and vitriol. Right, but it, it was fun. It was young and innocent. And that's the charm of a haiku. It limits you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, listen, we want to hear about this project. First of all, Really interesting that you guys are doing this, a, a pay-what-you-can uh, approach, which means that you pay whatever you feel that um, you're able to handle. You can yeah. handle or what you feel this deserves. And can you tell us a little bit about that before we get into what it's all about? Well, it, it, they're kind of connected because the, okay. we live on, it tells the story of uh, 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 the people during the Depression. And so we thought, well, we don't want to really charge uh, money for people that don't can't afford it. So right. if you if you're broke, if you're busted, and you need to, a little uh, humanity, it's uh, it, it can be for free if you need it to be. Cool. Okay. Well, and and I think this is perfect because uh, the the author is Studs Turkel, who's um, uh, and I've never known how to pronounce his last name. I always say Turkel or whether it's Turkel, but it's all I know Turkel. Okay, I, I I mean the stuff that I have read but, and. and French, so yeah, I, I guess I, so. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But he has a uh, had a, a singular ability to sort of capture the the, the voice of of regular Americans, and so that's um, you know this is this whole thing uh, jibes together really well. Are, are you a longtime fan? Yes, and as a matter of fact, I got a chance to interview him. Uh, wow! For the, the county, L.A. County Museum, uh, many years ago, and. Um, 
he was amazing. He was a great chronicler of America. He was, he's the working was one of his books. Hard times, the one we're, we're adapting. Um, he he went out and talked to regular people and got their stories, and uh, it's truly moving. It's it's truly inspiring because it these people that are talking from so long ago are really telling our story and uh, and and showing. I think and the reason why we wanted to do it, the courage and resilience and strength and and compassion that one needs in times of uh, uh, heart, you know struggle. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of Americans struggling right now, and we figured we wanted to do something that lifted spirits by reminding us of our ancestors and how they took on great challenge during the Great Depression and, and got through it. You know, it, it's I, I, I'm in, well, it does serve that purpose. Any of this time period of the Great Depression, um, and there's so many stories that do inspire. I was just watching the, the Ron Howard film of Cinderella Man. Uh, the other night, you know, it, it's it's in that that time frame uh, and how people just rose to the challenge. And um, it always reminds me of uh, my mother always used to say this too shall pass. And at the beginning of all the stuff that we've been going through lately, you know, we, we tend to think in just these snapshots. But um, uh, the uh, this sort of stuff and this sort of material can remind you that, you know, life is a little bit more cyclical and and the, and the bad passes and then you go into the good. Yes. Yes, and there were so many people that were, you know, working people that had jobs and didn't, and were were doing were doing okay. And then the, the Great Depression hit, had to hit the road. You know, there were over two million hobos in uh, riding the rails during Jeez. the Depression, and that's a hobo is different than a tramp or a bum. It's right. A hobo is an itinerant worker. They're they're looking for jobs. A tramp will work if he's forced to, but a bum won't won't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there, there again, you know, there, there's a, there's a, a charm and a and an attraction to this this time period because of that. There were all all sorts of things at, at play. Uh, you as as a director, when you're taking on something like this, and you've directed before, obviously, um, and it's it's work that you really respect at, at this level. I mean, how much how much work has to go into your job as the director to tell these stories. Well, this one was particularly difficult because usually we meet in a workshop and we're in the same room together. With uh, the lockdown, we had to start working <clears throat> on Zoom. Yeah, and we found quickly that Zoom doesn't really uh, isn't really compatible with theater with two people doing a scene together because of we know they're in different locations, the timing is off, the technology is off. So we started working with monologues, and this was the best source material I could, I could imagine because it, it really was talking to now. And, uh, and I also encourage uh, some of our, our members to write their own stories, to talk to their grandparents and great-grandparents of, and, tell, and find their story and tell their story. So there's some incredibly moving um, uh, stories about uh, survival that, uh, uh, from our own, from our own uh, actors, and are these uh, essentially soliloquies that they're doing? Yes, essentially, it's it's what we found was that uh, the way to communicate, the way to make a connection with with audiences was a direct address into the camera, a oh. real in, a real personal, intimate connection, mm-hmm. and it took a while to get it because it's not something that we're inclined to do as actors to look into the camera and to be very personal. 
But uh, <clears throat> once we got through our resistance to that, we found that it, it actually works. It, it actually does communicate with our audiences. Our audiences have been really responsive. We do an hour, it's a, there's every show, each part is about an hour and 20 minutes, but we always do a talk back after. And what we, the reason why we found that this was going to uh, be something that would, would be responded to by our audiences was that pe- we found that people hung out after for another hour and a half to wow. talk about. That's and great. And to share their to share their stories and to share their ancestors' stories. Mm. It's been really moving. Well, so the production is 30 counts uh, in three parts, 30 uh, accounts uh, of people telling their stories from, I, I guess I'm, I'm seeing here Cesar Chavez and Dorothy Day and, and, and others. And, you know, there, there's something, if you stop and think about Studs Turkle's work in, in the fact that, um, you know, we, we didn't have, <laughs> people weren't working around with the cell phones and chronicling every second of their mm. lives the way they are now. The This is how... You know, they, they, they don't just get cast off into the ether. These these stories survive because of the works of these great writers, you know, like Steinbeck and, and, and all these people. So it's an important thing, and it's an important thing to be exposed to. So uh, now that you've done it, you sort of cracked the code on this, can you see yourself working this way in the future, or is this just a byproduct of what we had to deal with for the past year? I, I absolutely can, and one of the reasons I can is because this – this limitations, these 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 challenges we've had to face, have a, have a silver lining because what we've been able to do with other shows that we've been working on is is actually reach out to the entire world. Yeah, we've had we've had people uh, from all over the country and all over the world coming to the, the previews of this, and it's it's this is something. I find really inspiring. You know, we've traveled as a theater company <clears throat> all over the United States. We've been in 40 states and in five continents throughout the world. And but it takes a lot to get out on the road. It takes a huge budget, and a, you know. But uh, this allows us to communicate with our friends all over the country and all over the world. So, yes, I do see uh, it as a, a possible. Uh, a future so it opened, for the gang. It opens today. It runs through September 4th. And how does one consume it? How does how, how do we get it? Go to the actor, theactorsgang.com, and uh, you can get tickets there. Uh, and like I said, it's uh, if you're flat-busted, that's okay. We got your back. Excellent. Hey, Tim, uh, continuing on with uh, how things in, uh, had changed, you know, uh, with COVID being introduced uh, and everyone having to, to make a uh, uh, shifts in, in how they do things. One of the things that came out of this, I think that was entertaining for us people stuck at home and the actors stuck at home too, were reunions of cast getting together, doing some uh, Zoom or maybe watching along a film. Had, is there a chance that, that um, something like that could happen with, say, like the cast of Bull Durham or, or you know, some of your really iconic uh, films that you've done? Because that would be a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't rule out the possibility. Uh, it's a difficult medium. Yeah, uh, I've seen some of those, and um, I, you know, I, I think it's it's fun. But I, 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 we needed to find a new art form. We needed to find a new way with this, and and this is a result of you know good year of workshop. So <clears throat> I want to, I want to, um, I want to continue to do things that challenge us, and also. Uh, respect the audience in a way that we're, we really worked on this. <laughs> we right. just get together yeah. and read it. No, right. it's, it's we, clear. We, yeah. 
yeah. understand that. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. It's, 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 oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, I know you got to wrap. But uh, nonetheless, well, we're excited about this. And by the way, theactorsgang.com is where you can get the info and, and to see the live virtual uh, production. And that uh, runs through September 4th. But it's awesome to have you on, Tim. We're huge fans. So thanks and good luck with everything. Thanks, and just wanted to mention that on Saturdays we do all three of them back-to-back. We, do, we oh. do a marathon. Excellent, Wonderful. excellent. All right. Thanks, Tim. We appreciate it. Rock on, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, they hung up. They were giving us the wrap-up, and I'm like, oh. I just got to say it's been an honor for me as an actor with my long and storied career to talk to such an exemplary morning show. Tim Robbins, everybody. Yay! You heard it from his mouth. Wow, I can't believe he said those nice things at the end there like that. I mean, that guy's been a lot of stuff, and that kind of... Praise is something I, I was not. In fact, I'm a I'm a little misty. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Oh goodness. Right, listen, uh, Eli Roth is not on the horn yet. Let's see if we can do take care of some business. Business while we uh, take care of him. Can we do oh, lesson question? Yeah, trash. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So you want me to take care of him? Uh, no, not take care of him <laughs> with your mouth. Take care of her. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Where do all my lesson questions? Go? I don't know. Where they at? Um, Daddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, there they are. Uh, All right. So, prize we give away is Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins prize pack, <laughs> including a pair. I had a mid-birth. There, okay. <laughs> a pair of Fandango tickets to see the film. Uh, the question we asked this morning, how does Casey clean its front lawn? Eli's on the phone ready oh, to go. Oh, he's ready to go. Shy. Well, that's fine. Well, he's very punctual. He's a professional. He's a director, an actor. All right. So, what do you want to do? You, you just ask the question. People are going to call in, okay, and so we'll get the answer when we're done with this amazing interview. I like that. Then we are happy to welcome our next guest. He is ready to go. And actually, uh, he's been working on a documentary for it, a long time. It looks amazing. It does look amazing. It is called Finn, and it is streaming now on Discovery+, Plus, and we are helping happy uh, to welcome. Do we have that ready to go? Antonio Margarita. <laughs> no, no. Actually, <laughs> please welcome Eli Roth yeah. to the show this morning. Hey, Eli, how you doing? Buongiorno. Hey, guys. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Hey, uh, I know this, uh, this is a pretty heavy subject, and I remember uh, seeing um, some film clips and a story about this uh, taking place several years ago, about what this documentary is about, the sharking industry, and fins in particular. Uh, tell us first how you came in, became interested in this and what this is about. Well, I grew up in Boston, and I was obviously the Jaws generation, so I was terrified of sharks every time I went in the ocean. And completely randomly, Discovery asked me if I wanted to host the show Shark After Dark as part of Shark Week, where I got to interview shark experts. Because mm-hmm. I've been like a shark nerd, right. but I never got in the water with them. I was always too afraid. And they, they sent me on a dive, and so we documented it. And there are very few moments where your life changes and your, your perspective on everything completely shifts instantly. And I was in the water with them. It was like they were like dogs. They were so curious. They were intelligent. They were sensitive. So I got addicted. I started going in the water with no cage, no nothing. None of them bit me. They were so shy. You see me in the movie, in the water with tiger sharks. I I went caged with great whites. It's being caged. It's protected. Then I learned that we're killing 100 million sharks a year. Now, that's 11,000 an hour. And you think, how, is that, how can you kill 273,000 sharks a day? And that's a conservative activity. It might be as high as 270 million. It might be 30,000 an hour. So I wanted to make a film. I started this process of just independently with uh, Lionsgate, this company told them. Um, like Rob Stewart made a film called Shark Water and Shark Water Extinction. I was like, why are we doing this? What is going on? And what I learned 
is that it's the most corrupt industry. It's so bad. The whole thing is a lie. We've all been lied to. We've all been socially engineered by the fishing industry, by the lobbyists. Everybody wants us to, to be afraid of sharks and to think that the populations are healthy and that there's nothing wrong with killing them. They've dropped 90%. It's, it's basically the meat is so poisonous. It's sold in supermarkets mislabeled that the, the, the shark fin soup, everyone in the world is selling their fins to China. The soup, I go there, I go to Hong Kong and I eat the soup. It literally has no taste. It's like fishing string. I mean, it's like they dry it in the street with dog crap. They, they scrub it with bleach to clean it. It, it has neurotoxins that cause impotence and dementia. And then in the U.S., it's 300 different types of shark products are sold on Amazon. That FedEx is shipping sharks. That the makeup industry has squalene in it where there's a plant alternative. Basically, there's no reason. And then, by the way, on the East Coast, this weekend, Newburyport, Massachusetts, Ocean City, Maryland, shark kill tournaments. They're doing them for prizes and likes on social, on social media. And I go to a shark tournament outside Boston where they actually got shut down for this weekend because people were so outraged by the movie. But basically, everyone's like, it's legal, it's fun, it's fine, it's just a couple of sharks. But it's literally, we're decimating our population, and they're not going to recover. And the reason we need sharks is because they keep the ocean clean. Yeah. They actually eat the sick and dying fish. That's, and, and the ocean produces half of our oxygen. So when you take out the sharks, they don't eat the grouper, which don't eat the parrotfish, which don't eat the algae. And basically, you get algae blooms that happen. They cover the kelp that blocks their oxygen. And then there's so many terrible things that happen. The waters turn acidic without sharks. Like the wolves in Yellowstone. But because sharks aren't cute and adorable and the people get afraid of them, they, you know, no one sticks up for them. So at a certain point, they're going to be, with, I think within 10 years, they're going to be gone at this rate. There's you know, no you, way they can reproduce fast enough. You know, it's wild, Eli. Is that uh, so? And it's interesting here because you had something that was that lived in in your 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 nightmares as your monster, and here you are a, a passionate advocate for them because of your encounters. And and it's it's um it's almost like a, like a fairy tale of a Beauty and the Beast kind of thing. But it is something that is as you start to peel back the layers. We we knew that there was some improprieties, but when you do some research, it's staggering how horrifically criminal uh, a lot of this stuff is. The shark population. Worldwide, from what I understand, is down seventy-one percent, uh, and that's that's a staggering amount. Oh, it's 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 more than it's ninety percent. I mean, it's like it's it's like there's two billion sharks have been killed in the last twenty years. And I went in the water in Canada at high season, chumming for them. There was nothing. I mean, and these fishermen will tell you, oh, it's just a shark. It's just, like, we use a circle hook. Like I prove, I I just show it's it's like we see circle hooks infecting sharks, and it's it's such a mess. But there's so much money that's being made off of the death of them that people don't want to change the behavior. People it, love killing sharks. They love besting the monster. And we just we have to look at what we did with you know whales 50 years ago, where we all said well, they're going to be gone. We've yeah. got to save the whales. They're not monsters. Look, we all did it with orcas. You know, we we said okay, we can, maybe there's other forms of entertainment other than the orcas. We did it with the circus. So we can do it. But right now. People, I just want people to understand that it does. Even if you never go in the water with a shark, they are protecting your oxygen supply and keeping the water clean. And look at these kids. Kids sing that song, "Baby Shark," because they relate <laughs> to sharks like a shark is a parent. It's mommy shark. Mm. Kids don't see them as monsters. They see them as parents with mothers and children, and they are. But these kids aren't going to have anything. You're going to have kids now that are two years old. By the time they're twelve or thirteen, there will not be any more sharks. Do you know? Do you know? It's... Reaches, it takes nine to. Yeah. No, no, to, to your point, and you talk about you know the 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 the, um, the image being changed. There was a girl, who, and she was in the, in the shallows, and she had there was a you know a shark encounter, and she was bitten. But she said it wasn't um, 
the response was so so innocent. She said the shark was being a shark. You know that 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 that, that she had no ill will. That there was you know that that was that was part of the deal. And 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 so listen, there there are obviously we we love the movie Jaws and, and all that stuff. But something this this dire. Uh, has obviously, uh, you know, made you very passionate about it, and you, not known as a documentarian for the most part, you, you're getting in the, the the thick of it, and you are encountering some very nefarious people. Just watch. I encourage everyone to uh, watch the trailer, and then obviously watch um, the, the 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 series. But the, the truth of the matter is, is that you're dealing with some really bad people. Did you ever yourself feel you were at risk in being proxi- in, in proximity to these people? Well, yes, you're, you're taking on a billion-dollar industry that's run by organized crime. So, of course, there's a risk. But I also thought, well, I can't back out now. Right. I can't just not do it. I can't let fear I can't let fear stop me. You know, we went to Liberia where they had this boat held, and I go on the boat with the Liberian Coast Guard. I mean, this is these are basically it's human trafficking. There's slavery at sea. They, they, sign, they go to the poorest people in the world, get sailors, put them on the boat, and then they don't pay them. Yeah. If they ask for their money, they kill them. Then the boat was caught by Sea Shepherd, Liberian Coast Guard. It's sitting in the port in Monrovia, and the Minister of Defense held the boat for me. He said, if you can get a camera crew, I'll hold the boat for two more days. We flew to Liberia. I go on there with guys with machine guns, and I go and I see the entire killing machine, the whole death machine, all for this oil that goes into moisturizer, of which there's a plant alternative. But then one of the the fishermen starts saying, I'm having a heart attack, and what's this guy with the camera, and starts riling up the crew. Jeez. So they had attacked the soldiers before. I mean, it, it almost, I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to get some, some poor fishermen that's going to get killed. They could be, you know, these guys with machine guns, it was a standoff. It got very, I thought they were going to trap me in the freezer. I mean, look, then when I was in New Bedford and I was filming, day one, these people were bragging about killing sharks. They're chopping them up with hand saws. By the way, neurosurgeons, lawyers, these are not, they're not, I also went out with, like, the poor fishermen in Mexico and tried, you know, and explained how are we going to, you know, if you flip to dive tourism, one shark in its lifetime in the Bahamas is worth $250,000 in dive tourism. And, 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 and so, like, we're saying, why can't you flip to tourism? Like, people would come here and pay to see the sharks, but, but kill them. It's $30 one-time use. These people in Massachusetts, they, were, they Googled me that night. They saw that I worked for Shark Week and said I love sharks. And then, you know, it got very, very, very tense. They wanted their releases back. They wanted the footage back. It's all in the movie. So, look, we're, we're, you're disrupting an industry that is making billions of dollars off the death of the species, so they're going to do everything they can to discredit you and go after you. But, you know, people vote with their dollars. Right now, we have the Shark Fin Sales Elimination Act that passed the Senate and it's gone before the House. I put a button on the top of finthemovie.com where everyone can just go, click, copy the letter, write their rep, saying, please pass the House. So that's a big step. But really the main thing is, like, if you go on my, my Instagram page at Really I Rock, I have everyone trying to shut down going after the sponsors for the Newburyport Shark uh, Kill Tournament. And they're like, and also the Ocean City one, that's a big fishing contest of which they're giving away prizes for killing and catching sharks. And it's not okay. Like, we got, and they go, well, it's legal. They're not endangered. It's like, it's all a lie. The fishing industry, the lobbyists, I've, I've seen it firsthand. They're all, they're all paying off politicians to say that. Like it's so hard to get a to get a shark listed as endangered, because all the politicians are paid off. They go, nah, they're fine. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's really a, the whole thing is a mess. And basically, the bigger point is why are we doing this at all? It's not like with whales we go, well, there was no oil. It was the invent. Yeah, kerosene is what saved the whales, really, mm-hmm. because people didn't have to kill whales. For, but with sharks, it's all it's all a lie. Like well, you can go to a restaurant and they'll serve you shark and mislabel it. So. 
I just made a documentary to raise awareness. I, I made, you know, I'm known for my horror movies, and that's good because I wanted the horror fans to see it because they're also a very passionate group. Right. And I wanted it to spread beyond just conservation-based documentary. It's like if I can get the horror fans and the mainstream fans to see it. Look, Leonardo DiCaprio and Nina Dobrev and Michael Muller came on. And, and look, we have an, an amazing that Discovery Shark was behind, got behind the movie. Wow. That's great. It, that's great. Uh, no, we it, don't see something now. Yeah, yeah. If you do something now, there's no way they can recover. Well, you're 18 years to be able to breathe. So, what's going to happen? Well, your passion is definitely getting the ball rolling and is going to drive this. So, Finn is now streaming on Discovery Plus, which is fantastic, by the way. So, Eli, thank you. Good luck with everything. It's a, it's a. uh, Thanks, guys. uh, Appreciate the support. Absolutely. Anytime. We appreciate it. Eli Roth, guys. Wow. There's a guy who's he's definitely passionate. passionate. And then you can sense it. If you yeah. watch, just watch the trailer, you'll see. Yeah. I mean, he's he's getting into some dicey territory, clearly putting his own life at risk uh, for something he really believes in. I love Eli Roth, but he ate up about four minutes of our interview with our next guest. What? Who we've had on many times and always love to have on. Ladies and gentlemen, William Shatter hey! is on the show with us this morning. Bill, good morning. Thank you. But, you know, I, I second that, that uh, exactly. I... I uh, recently did a, an episode of Shark Week, and I was uh, underwater with the great sharks, and we, we were, you know, getting acquainted yeah. as against killing them. And uh, the killing of sharks uh, it reflects the killing of all these apex predators, the, the, the tigers and the lions, and uh, all these things that are contributing to, uh, and this is a, not the jump you think it is, to global warming. Right. Because you kill the apex predators, you kill the oceans in the, the case of sharks, or you kill the lions, you kill the, the, the means of controlling uh, the populations of many other breeds. And global warming, I don't have to tell you guys in New York with the bad air, is happening, and it's, it's, it is essential, critical, that each one of us, take on the responsibility of saying, my God, my children aren't going to be able to live uh, if this continues. And that is a fact. So we need to take Eli Roth's uh, film, uh, this warning from people who uh, uh, seem to know these experts, and say we all owe a responsibility to the planet to uh, do what we can, to be conscious of the fact that global warming is here and the pandemic is a rehearsal wow. for what's about to yeah. happen in the next several years. Well, Bill, with the, with the show I don't understand, you, you tackle some of these big nature questions. Uh, and and well, is you know, that's true, uh, but not per se. Okay. I, uh, I don't understand. Uh, so they came to me and said, would you like to do a, a talk show? And I said, well, I'll do a talk show about things I don't understand. Well, the truth of the matter is, I don't understand anything. So anything becomes fodder for a half-hour show saying, well, I don't understand that. So if you get into, uh, like, the opening show, I believe, is lying. So what's a lie? So you get a what's a lie, lie by omission, the truth. And then suddenly, during this half-hour talk I'm having with this expert, I evolve into religion. Is religion a lie? And suddenly the conversation takes off from what is a lie to something enormous like why do we believe and what are we believing? So the same thing applies to uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to something like sharks. I don't understand why somebody wants to eat a shark fin, 
Mm. Uh, even though it's customary, like uh, gefilte fish or something. You know what? Why do you want to eat that? And yes. then, you know, then you're trampling on a custom uh, that somebody's eating shark fin soup for years. But you got to get out of that, man, because shark fins are killing the planet. Yeah, well, so in, in, in the in the. In the... In the documentary, so you I do a half-hour show, and I don't understand shark fins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're into the destruction of the planet. Right. Well, you you have always been a very inquisitive person. Last time we had you on the show, you were talking about your show, The Unexplained, on uh, the History Channel, which is a great show. And and um, you know, you you cover a lot of grounds. I also saw you with the uh, a lot of the folks from the Ancient Aliens uh, uh, show, and and you were sitting kind of a, doing a roundtable with those guys because you're trying to find out, you know, about. Uh, well, I. I was invited to go in and talk to them all. So I, I had essentially an argument yeah. with all of them, and it turned out to be blissful. I went in as a cynic, came out less of a cynic, but still somewhat cynical about, about uh, aliens uh, among us. But, but those are conversations I like to have yeah. with you and with a- anybody. Uh, any individual can speak the language uh, is capable of having a conversation that is tremendously interesting just by following their line of thought. Mm. And that's what I don't understand is, and you can get it on portable TV, an app, or RTTV, uh, which is uh, a network. Yeah, so, uh, and I assume, are are you the one who has full sway over the questions being asked and the, the topics being hit? Because obviously you're a very inquisitive person. Uh, indeed, and uh, and uh, because I do <laughs> five half hours in a day, I need help in uh, picking this up, just getting the people, and and having some safety questions right. uh, in case I uh, I need help. Mm. But up till now, I haven't needed any help. The conversations lend themselves to that wending conversational thing that adventure you can have when you're just free to talk there's no boundaries so you're now you're talking about uh talking to bob ballard and i'm saying to him why would a serious one of the great biologists marine biologists go looking for the titanic for christ's sake <laughs> and, we just had bob ballard on yeah yeah. That it's a military move because yep. they're actually looking for a sunken American submarine, the Thresher. Right. And suddenly it all makes sense. Yeah. And I've had a question like, why is why are you doing this? And it leads to that. I don't understand becomes a kind of fascinating mystery. Right. That's well. Let's go. Listen. You're look at the um, amount of knowledge you're imparting on uh, on any given week through these shows. Uh, do, do you? I mean, as you said, the concept, the question is so open-ended that you can keep going forever. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I told them to pick up the show forever. <laughs> that's, that's in the contract. Officially picked up forever. No, it's it's the type of conversations that we like to have here yeah. uh, on our show and just exactly. see where it goes. That'd be right. Yeah. Ex- except uh, as the guest on your talk show, I don't get paid. <laughs> well, we're not going to change that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, darn it! 
that I thought we were onto something. <laughs> Bill, we just we just love the fact that you keep finding new avenues uh, to go down in uh, in entertainment, whether it be hosting or being a guest or acting or whatever it may be, because you're such a delight. Uh, so we appreciate you checking in with us from time to time, and we always Thank wish you success. Uh, we, we'll need to talk uh, later on this summer about a new album called Bill. Oh, oh, dude, I love your we album. Love your stuff. Has Been is so awesome. I love that album. Thank you. Next album is going to be uh, fascinating, just fascinating. Excellent. In any case, Portable TV, RTTV, uh, I don't understand. It's a, uh, it's a fascinating half hour. Excellent. All right. All right. We'll we appreciate it. it. We'll look for it. Thank you. William Shatner, guys. Yeah. Oh, man, he's wow. the best. He's the best. Gooba <laughs> gooba. <laughs> I almost said Ubagooba to him in there. Sorry, the last time we had him on, he was going on about that. Oh, he goes, Why would you go looking for the Titanic for Christ? <laughs> <laughs> or the way that he throws around, like man. I mean, yeah. like he's still in the 1960s. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, come on, like, man. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, that's the best. And Eli, man, Eli was going on. Do it. Could he, not even jump no. in. To get a couple of questions in there, so it's true. I mean, it, again, not to go off on a flog of dead sharks, so to speak. They, right. they, they're, 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 it's literally like the case they do with the, the rhinos. They kill them for the horn. I this, remember this whole creature being murdered. Yes, for, at the top of that interview, yeah. I told him I would seen a long, long time ago. I may have been a teenager. I don't know, but but I saw this clip on the news of them pulling full grown sharks out of the ocean. Yeah. They would cut off their fins and just throw them right back in the water. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. That was horrible. Yeah. It was just horrible to see. Listen, yeah. they uh, they make for great drama. They can be very scary. But again, like when my wife has gone scuba diving and encountered, they 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 don't want anything. Sure. In there now, obviously, encounters take place in the in the surf, and that's there. There are different reasons why that happens. Yeah. But, or uh, you might get one that's starving. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and go after something that's not. Listen, they're dangerous. Yeah, like, yeah. That's I don't why. I don't want to play patty cake with a right. polar bear, but I don't want. Right. This, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. There's always, no need to go killing them, right? right. You know, so. you should always go swimming with some steak just in case they're hungry. And you throw no, it away. you put the steak on your friend. Yeah, you're swimming yeah. down the beach. <laughs> go get some of this. All right, um, uh, we asked the lesson question. We should do the trash. They're probably waiting. Can we do the trash and then get the the answer to the lesson question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash well, is only about a minute long. Yeah, so. okay. Can we do that? All right, so that way we get the sponsor and yeah. all things we're supposed to. So I uh, thank you, callers. They've been on hold for 20 minutes. You're, you're awesome. You, you know, know what? Just, and I'm only going to one of you. What? Well, for the rest of them, we'll give them passes for Jungle Cruise. Hey! Hey! Everybody wins. Everybody! Let's just, do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Rita's Water Ice. The five-layer gelati is back for a limited time at Rita's with an extra layer of creamy frozen custard and refreshing Italian ice. Uh, the five-layer gelati, more layers, more happiness, more yum. What's going on, Steve? Well, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson following through on a promise to co-parent their three-year-old daughter, True, by taking her to her dance class yesterday. Miraculously, though it was one in the afternoon, Thompson still managed to find two tub girls to have sex with. Oh, oh <laughs> Alicia Vilkander, who is uh, in Tomb Raider, says there might actually be a sequel in the works. Vic Hander says there is uh, still more story to tell, like the part where she gets paid for starring in a sequel. <laughs> and finally, Lauren Pumpkin Shannon, the eldest daughter of Mama June Shannon of Honey Boo Boo fame, gave birth to a baby boy yesterday. Proud father Bentley J. Eford told a reporter that, quote, Pumpkin done pissed a midget. Oh, nope. my God. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, how does Casey clean his front lawn? I will go to Rich. Hey, Rich, good morning. 
La-dee-da-dee-da. Ah, shark. <laughs> I love it. Rich, how does he clean his front lawn? He mops it. Mops it. Yeah. Mops it. All right, now, everybody yeah. hang on. You all win. Okay, so Rich, though, Rich gets the other the prize. He gets the uh, Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins prize back, including a pair of Fandango tickets to see the film Snake Eyes G.I. Joe uh, Origins. Stars Henry Golding as the iconic G.I. Joe character. And it opens in theaters on Friday. Now, everybody else gets a movie screening passes for Jungle Book. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, I'm sorry. With uh, Dwayne Johnson and yep. Emily Blunt. That's going to be on Wednesday at the UA King of Prussia. So congratulations. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by CareerLink in Montgomery County and Bucks County. They can help you find your dream job at pacareerlink.pa.gov. Metallica are streaming audio of a previously unreleased live version of their hit Wherever I May Roam from the forthcoming expanded reissue of their self-titled fifth album. Uh, The recording is from their performance at Day on the Green in Oakland, California on October 12th, 1991. The track's featured on the remastered deluxe box set of the Black Album. The reissue will be available in multiple configurations starting on September 10th. Uh, with the 30th anniversary of Nirvana's breakthrough album, Nevermind, coming Jeez. up on September 24th. I know. 30. Uh, Chris Novoselic looked back on the legendary album Sessions. He uh, released uh, or had said in an interview with Mojo that uh, Nirvana came in the wake of a massive hair metal era which proved to be the exact opposite of what he, Kurt Cobain, and Dave Grohl were offering up. He said the dominant bands were Aerosmith reinvented. These soft bands with this macho swagger, and then we were this hard band with feminine sensibilities. Uh, he went on to explain how Nirvana adjusted to life in L.A. as well. He said while they were recording Nevermind, he said we had this work ethic that we learned that from the Melvins. After hours, though, was a different matter. We would have these wild nights in our apartment or we'd hang out on the beach at night, and we'd be in the studio with no windows all day, so we wanted to get out. Novoselic said of the phenomenon that's grown around Nevermind, uh, it's heavy rock and roll record. That's really what it is. Something happened where it was bigger than life and captured the imaginations of people. But if you look at the genesis of it, it's amazing. It was a very happy time before Nevermind. I feel like we were free. You parachute out and land and pick up the pieces, but that's me in the end. Uh, you, what you find in that record is up to you. So that's all he had to say about that. And then one last story. I think I have one. No, I have two two more stories. Uh, Sammy Hagar revealed that back in late 2009, Aerosmith was interested in him taking over frontman duties from Steven Tyler. This was when they were having all those issues. Yeah. The infighting in the band. Yeah, that was uh, around the time when the inner band tensions between the group were an almost weekly headline as Tyler was said to be devoting his energies to, quote, brand Tyler. Yeah. Hagar recalled uh, the situation saying, Joe Perry tried to get me to join that band. <laughs> and the management asked me to go to South America and try it out. I almost did it. I would have been the guy that replaced the guy, you know? Always the guy replacing the guy, and that's a strange legacy for a guy like me. You know what I mean? The problem is, I would have taken the toxicity out of the whole thing. He said, it probably would have bombed because I'm not a toxic kind of guy. When the arguments start, I'm out of here, and I can't be in a bad situation like that. He said, that was real tempting for about five minutes. I go down to Cabo, and I really relaxed, and I thought about it. I was listening to all of the tunes and all that stuff, and I was thinking, man, living on the edge, I'll kill that song. And then I woke up on the beach, and I said, you know what? I can't do this. 
So that was it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, all I have to say about that. Set. Horse gum consider for Aerosmith? Set for release. <laughs> hey, he's laying on the edge. <laughs> that um, dude looks like a lady. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in the saddle again. <laughs> Uh, set for release on September 17th is Bob Dylan. I don't make love on an elevator. I just push all the floors. <laughs> Springtime in New York. The Bootleg Series, Volume 16, 80 to 85. His new five-disc collection features 57 rare Dylan recordings. 54 of them previously unreleased in any format. Well, you expect to pay for this amazing record The tracks cover Dylan sessions around the classic al- album Shots of Love, Infidels, and Empire Burlesque. Uh, well, now I can get a crack pot. This... <laughs> Dude, what's the number? <laughs> the set is available in a deluxe five CD box set featuring a book, memorabilia, photos, and a crock pot. Also available are a double CD and two LP 12-inch vinyl highlight packages. All oh, I have to say about that. That'd be great just marketing a crock pot with Bob Dylan's face on the side. Yeah, cowboy Man. hat on, yeah. Speaking of Forrest Gump, though, what group, like, generation do you think he belongs in? Like, uh, is he like a Probably a the Gen 70s, Xer? Grump the Hoople. Okay. Gump the Hoople. A Gen Xer? He's a baby well, boomer. I would say, no, nah, he's probably Gen A. Oh, dear God, I walked into I that I should one. have known. I just, you know, we're almost out the door, and that one gets tossed up like that. Woo! That's all I have to say about that. Oh. Please kill me. Gump, gump out. Bye-bye, Gen A. All right, uh, Gen yes, a. we're done. That's it. Oh, Music news bitch. is over. We're taking a break. We're coming back. Please stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Imagine a world without cancer. Help make it a reality. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, September 19th for the 49th Annual American Cancer Society Bikeathon. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge, and there are multiple starting points in New Jersey. Each Team WMMR rider gets an official team T-shirt. Registration and complete details at WMMR.com. The ACS Bikeathon. Another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. My God, it's 11 o'clock. I had no idea we had gone that late. But we had a good time going that late today. Uh, very, very fun uh, show for us. Hopefully you as well. We had some wonderful guests on this program. I want to thank Tim Robbins for being on yeah. today. <laughs> class act, that Tim Robbins. All three of them are class acts. We had Eli Roth on as well. Uh, and we had William Shatner rounding it out, man. And William Shatner picked up Eli Roth's tor- torch at the beginning of his and interview. Ran with half of his interview about that. So Gotta take care of the sharks. Yeah, that was uh, that was cool to have those guys on. And thank you to Wilson's Secret Barbecue for being here today. And they brought in not only fantastic food, but a five hundred dollar check for yeah. Casey's charity. Of you know, even though what they brought in today was to promote. What Marcus is doing with the ACS Bikeathon, they have a new sandwich. It's called the Gear Shifter, and you can get it for a limited time till the end of July. All proceeds benefit the American Cancer Society, of which Marcus is the team captain for Team WMMR for nice. the ACS Bikeathon, and then Casey is the captain for the Rock and Rollers, which is the Bend to Shore uh, Bikeathon event or bike riding event, and uh, he donated to them as well and brought in some excellent food. So we thank him, uh, and not only brisket, pulled pork. Corn nuggets, mixed veggies, all the stuff, the cornbread and the sweet potato cornbread. 
but the Impossible Cheesesteak yeah. is out of this world. I'm it, telling it you, is. I would order that over a regular cheesesteak based on flavor alone. Yeah. So I'm blown away by that. Yeah, so. It's that good. And yep. then uh, be sure to check them out on one of Robert Irvine's new shows coming up on, uh, I guess, the Food Network. Uh, they were there filming a show yep. on Tuesday. Yep. Yep. And it uh, should air at some point in November. Uh, but the gang at Wilson's asked me to do a, a lengthy uh, sh- uh, shout out here. So sure. This is a big shout out to our boys, Riley and Luke, who, who are Secret Sauce employees, uh, brother Mikey, sister Kimmy, Four Seasons Landscaping. Also, the cashier at Havertown Lowe's. Uh, they don't know her name, but she's a huge fan of the show. Uh, their friends and family and all of Delco, Delco Rocks, Wilson, Wilson Secret Sauce. There you go. Thank you guys for being here today. Uh, Pierre Robert is indeed here as well. Good day. What's up, man? A uh, wild series of interviews. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, I, we love it when that happens. Yeah, I, I learned something in each one of them. So nice. there you go. By the way, we're here today. I just want to let you know. <laughs> oh no, you're not. We're not. No, this okay. is uh, this is an apparition. <laughs> this is a best of. Yeah. All right. The best of. Uh, so I'm talking to a tape. We're going to ask you to give us a letter. You ready? All right. Preston and Steve <laughs> on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. Let me cue him up. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter S as in stupendous. All right, now you kind of have a word. 215 263 WMMR. Let's see, we'll take caller number five at 215 263 WMMR, and uh, we'll see if we can get you a very, very cool prize today. So give us a call. Um, can I ask what's up on the show today? Certainly. We have more Elvis Costello and the Imposters tickets coming to the Met. We'll give those away in this 11 o'clock hour. Uh, that's October 24th. Goes on sale at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, we've got cool workforce blocks. Heart and Sublime and Don Henley has a birthday today. We will celebrate with his solo material. Oh, nice. nice. Extensive and really quite good. Quite a catalog. I agree. You had an interview with him a couple of years ago. It was great. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. Um, lives in Texas. I yeah. thought he was an L.A. guy. He grew up in Texas, lived in L.A. with the Eagles time, and went back home to Texas. Yeah. Uh, and that's where he um, and that's where he is from, and that's where he vibes. And he, um, he a very, very fascinating And his guy. vibe is very Texas. I mean, like he drives yeah. a tractor, yeah. and, you know, he talked about his boots and stuff like that. His boots, for the until they finally wore all the way through, he uh, kept wearing the same pair of boots on stage every show he would do Wow! to remind him of where he came from, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Nice. All right, we're looking for the caller uh, five, and it just so happens to be Joyce. Hey there, Joyce. Hi, how are you? Good. Joyce, you know the word? NF. Which would be? Buns. <laughs> Are you a Jimmy Buffett fan? Um, yeah, but. Fins. 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 Well, she got the letters. She got the letters. She got the letters. She got the letters. Yeah. Great margarita in the morning. You've won. All right, Thank Joyce. You. Thank you. We have front row tickets for you to That's see Jimmy awesome. Buffett. All right. It's going to be. Thank you. Thir- I'm at work, so I'm a little disheveled. That's okay. Thursday, <laughs> so August. So are we. 
12th at BB&T Pavilion. You can contact Pierre to ask about what to wear to the show because he knows there's some good stuff that you need to put on to be at a Jimmy Buffett show. Uh, some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. So hang on the line. We're going to get your information, Joyce, and we are going to take care of you. I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. The official coffee of the President Steve Show and Acme. Uh, they have everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. And also by Movies at the Man, featuring Pixar's Toy Story in concert this Saturday. Uh, tickets at mancenter.org. We're off tomorrow. That's why we gave away our Word of the Week prize today. But next week on our program, stacking up pretty solid. Mark Norman, Kevin Smith, who was supposed to be on today but rescheduled. Yep. Connor Barwin will Yay! be on as well. And we're going to do the battle of the self-proclaimed experts. Oh, my God. If you are an expert in the world of Harry Potter, you can get signed up to potentially be one of our two contestants here in the studio at PrestonSteve.com. So we will do that and more next week. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do-do-be-do. Do-da-da-do-dip-a.